for advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpubsports at gmail.com. Welcome to the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports, bringing you sports, beer, and beyond. Catch the show live every Friday night at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Or get the show wherever you download your favorite podcasts. It's time to grab a cold one, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. This is Lenny Dykstra Nail coming at you listening to Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. Hey everybody, Corner Pub Sports coming at you live here on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it. And of course, if you're downloading on iTunes and Spotify and Satchel. Satchel and Stitcher, all those places, we appreciate it very much. And we are going right off the jump. We have a very special guest on the line with us. He was an, a member of the 1993 National League champion Philadelphia Phillies. We have outfielder Wes Chamberlain on with us. Wes, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely, absolutely. We, uh, you know, we appreciate you taking some time out, and uh, you know, we, it's 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 not every day we get to uh, talk to uh, talk to someone who, who who played the game at the highest level and uh, and was successful at it and and, and had some success and, and won a little you know won a little bling with it. So uh, you know, we really much appreciate it. So. Oh, you guys trying to make me feel important, huh? <laughs> so, so Wes, I mean, I guess before we before we get into, you know, we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll live the uh, the golden days and all that stuff. But like, what what have you been up to uh, recently, man? What, what's been going on with you? Well, um, I do. Um, well, I published my book about four. What I think it was fourteen, twenty thirteen, fourteen. My uh, biography. And my, uh, it's called Title in the Game. So I got that uh, on Amazon. Uh, it's a hundred pages, so it's a, a quick study. So I consider that just to be volume one. That's like just like the introductory. So I got two more uh, two more stages with that, and uh, I do uh, my private lessons uh, for baseball and softball. So that's kicking in high gear right now. So you know, it's not as as, as you know due to the pandemic. It's not as uh, as fluent because of the pandemic which is understandable, but, yeah. um, um, uh, that's part of the year. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's just part of the year for me. And when, um, you know, as, as, as things go day by day, uh, hopefully when the weather break, uh, and the, uh, when the season starts, uh, then that'll start to better kick off my golf season. Oh so, yeah. Nothing wrong. Nothing, just talking about that. Yeah, nothing wrong. Try, I, I, where, where are you at again, Wes? Like, where, where are you living now? Uh, I'm located right now. I'm in Chicago. Chicago. Oh, yeah. So you've been getting a little, little bit of snow too. Like, you know, I was saying last week, you know, that that the golf courses are still covered in, uh, in a little too much powder for me to get out there and swing the club, man. I'm missing it. Oh uh, no. I mean, we, you know, and and then we can't even get in the dome because of the the pandemic, you know. So we. Yeah. You know, it's just limbo. So I'm just doing a little, uh, little putting here in the house on my putting strip, working on my, my five and six footers. I'm doing pretty good nice. with that. Getting, uh, getting my leg and my, uh, my line down. 
There you go. That's <laughs> nothing wrong with that, man. Absolutely. Actually, I, I should be doing that. Like, honestly, you know, working on something. Think about it. You know, like, like everyone's so concerned about your drive and, and you know, and, and your irons and all, but the putting is what kills you. You know, that that's, oh, that's, that, that, that's three or four strokes each hole right then and there if you're no good at it, so. Putt for dough, baby. Yes, Putt it is. for dough. Yep. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. So, yeah, so you're um... – that's actually uh, so slugfest. I believe is what your um, is your tutorial um, softball and baseball. Is that still what you you're calling it and what you're going by for it? Yes, yes. Okay. Slugfest baseball and softball. I, I had academy, but I shut it down. Uh, but I uh, I LLC the uh, title, you know, so that nobody can uh, you know take it take it away, you know, sure. in the state of Illinois and Indiana, because I have my facility located in Indiana. So with that. Uh, I use that, and that's seasonal, so I don't have to be, you know, stuck with the overhead. And that gives Good. me uh, gives me leverage uh, to do what I like to do, you know, which is do some investing, you know. So I got some things lined up because uh, I've been doing this golf for the last five years, and uh, I've been working on it because I'm uh, looking to really finish up, uh, uh, start off uh, with this 50 and over, you know, try to get my card, man. Yeah. You know, so that's yeah, what I'm yeah. looking for. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Wes, the, uh, you said you're in Chicago. You grew up in Chicago, I believe, and then you played uh, five seasons with the Phils and then, uh, what, about a half season with uh, Boston? I know you uh, played at a few other places too, um, but um, that's three big sports towns. So can you maybe uh, compare them or, or let us let, let us know what you think of oh, between man. the three? He's putting you on the carpet for Boston, yeah, Chicago, there's no, and here. There's no, there's no comparison, man. I mean, like you just said, they're they're big, they're big in their own right. I mean, because of the history. So, I wish I could have played for the White Sox or the Cubs. That would have been a, a awesome way to, uh, you know, to even just you know for a fulfillment of a dream. But just being blessed and uh, being able to make it to the major leagues and playing those. Uh, those uh, historical stadiums, uh, Wrigley Field and uh, Boston. I mean, you know, that's just you know, it's that stuff that only you know made for dreams, man. Yeah. So that's awesome. So with all that history, uh, I mean, you know, you just can't make that stuff up. You just take it and you run with it, and uh, hey, uh, just run till it run out. <laughs> so was, was, was there any that you were that you uh, were your favorite? Any town that you? that you played in that was your favorite? Uh, not really. I mean, I enjoyed playing at Wrigley. I mean, it was a uh, – we used to play our high school uh, championships at Wrigley and uh, Kaminsky Park, and they still do play it. You know, the right. uh, the, uh, the city does it, you know, for the public schools. And we played at Soldier Fields for football and uh, played at the Chicago Stadium for basketball. So we used the uh, – the pro stadiums for championships. So when you do that in high school, when you make it, you know, everybody's goal is to hope they uh, can become a pro and fulfill that and, and, and be playing in uh, one of their cities, uh, you know, major sports. So nice. that's, uh, that's, a, that's just, like I said, that's just a, a dream come true within itself for me. So my, uh, my, my wife was actually at a game in Boston. She was visiting up there. She went to go to Fenway. And you were playing for the Red Sox, and she said she 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 claims she she remembers this, and I don't know if you'll remember this, and if it's true or not. Because if not, I'm gonna call her on the carpet. That you you hit it, <laughs> you 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 were one of the lucky ones that hit it over the Green Monster. 
Well, I did. I mean, uh, right. I hit a walk off. I don't know if she, she was there that night against the Orioles. That, and, uh, that, that might be, be the one. happened to be in, if that happened to be in '95. That might be it. Because yeah, I think I think that's the one. Because I think she said it was a walk off home run over to Green Monster. Wow. Yeah, I hit that off of. Uh, yeah, that was against the Orioles, and uh, that happened to be my last major league home run because oh, we had to. Wow. We had to strike. Yeah, we yeah. had to strike that year. Oh, that's yep. oh, that's right. Oh man, that's wow. That's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, Damn, that's and, cool. and I was impressed. You, well, of course, you're gonna remember that. I mean, you know, being being a special one, of course. But I'm surprised that she remembers that because uh, that the person that you, that used to platoon with here in Philly during the '93 season in right field, Jim Eisenreich, um, is someone that she absolutely loved. And I, I think Gary has a question about that. Yeah, when when uh, with, with Jim Eisenreich, there there was uh, reports or rumors saying that when he came in, that John Crook was tormenting him, giving him a hard time. Can, can you elaborate? Is that true? No, that's not true, man. No. <laughs> you can't elaborate. You can't elaborate. You can't elaborate on uh, on you know. You can only elaborate on facts. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I think I, I think the sto- like the story we always heard was that. Like it wasn't that he was giving him a hard time on on just to be mean. It was that he was giving him a hard time to try to get him to kind of warm up to the new club. I guess after he was he traded, right, right. Because I, you know, we, you know, we all know, you know, uh, Eisenreich uh, had Tourette's and and Kruk was like, "What's the matter with this guy over here?" Blah blah blah. You know. So I I didn't know if that was a true story or not. Well, no. I mean, you know, in any in any sports, I mean, you know, he. He, I, I, all them guys came. Milt, Izzy, and uh, Inky came in as free agents signing. So you pretty much know your role. You know, no, I mean, when you you have a lot of camaraderie that that has to be built up. So I mean, like I said, no, nah, I'm nothing like that. I mean, if anything, somebody is ribbing on the guy. You know, trying to get to fill people out, try to get to know guys and things of that nature. Not. And uh, nothing like that. I mean, you know, people, hey, everybody want to make a story. Man. So, hey, you know. <laughs> nah, <laughs> wrong. Now, here in Philly, we, we, we don't know anything about that, you know. Uh, you know the, media, the media treats everyone so fair here. <laughs> yeah, so, everybody has a story. Wrong. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a, uh, a question for you. or I don't even know how to, whether it's a question or not, but uh, – how was it being drafted twice by the Pirates and then 10 years later signing again, but really never actually playing? I don't think he ever played a major league game with them. I feel like there's some sort yeah, of joke here about like having to tell him three times or third time to charm or. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that, that was, that was, uh, but see, that's the, that's the nature of the business. See, and um, I mean, I thought it was a blessing, man, because those guys scouted me at, in high school and, um, and uh, you know they really, uh, you know they really they got to know me. The scouts, the scouts knew me. Bill Brick, uh, Gene Baker, and the guys who came out and tried to sign me out of high school, and then the, you know they continued to follow me through college. And uh, Bill and uh, Bob uh, uh, Rossi, Bob Rossi, wound up signing me uh, uh, out of out of college. And uh, I, I believe he's passed right now, but his uh, brother Phil is still alive. They both were scouts, so. With that, you just you just see, and that's the thing about baseball. You just you just glad to be on somebody's on the major league's chart, you know, somebody's uh, scouting list because you don't it don't matter who. All it matters about is making it. It don't matter who you who you make it with. I mean, yeah. once you get once you get drafted, 
I mean, there's 32 teams, so every, you're playing against everybody. So it, every time somebody's always scouting you. So if, if one man's garbage is another man's success, you know. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. What's your What is your most memorable moment within your career? Oh, playing in the World Series, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Of, How many people can of, play in the World Series? Yeah, How many people right. played in the World Series after they? I, I, I remember playing with uh, Andre Dawson and um, and uh, Boston in, uh, the two years he was there, and I never forget. I never forget when I told him. Wow, man. I said, I grew up watching you, man. And, uh, you know, it's an honor to be, you know, side by side playing with you. So I know that makes you of age. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but so, but, so but the- I'm saying, like, it's just, you know, it's just unreal that I had to pinch myself because I grew up watching you. Now we're teammates. You know, who who'd ever thought that? And uh, he asked me about my, my rings. Because I had my ring, and he was like, let me see that, my World Series ring. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah, this is the NLC. I said, you know, this this the loser's ring. And he said, yeah, but you played in it. Yeah. That's and, that's and something. That's, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's truth. Yeah, cause I'll da- never forget that. Yeah, because Dawson, like most of his career was in Chicago. And, you know, I, unfortunately, you know, from most of your lifetime of course i'm sure being a cubs fan and all you know he he never got the chance to play in the world series so well, that's pretty that's right. pretty wild um what was uh what do you do with that ring speaking of like do you, do you still uh have it somewhere yes yeah yes. you keep it on so, a yeah. man, do you keep it on a mantle somewhere or do you still wear it uh, i wear it occasionally still yeah uh, that's awesome i wear it on special occasions absolutely oh yeah, yeah. so Follow up question to the uh, to the ninety three. Do you still hate Joe Carter as much as we do? <laughs> Man, you know that's the that's the, that's the beauty of sports. That's like me saying, uh, I hate any of my teammates. Uh, you know that I ever played with because when you're a professional, mm-hmm. you yeah. you know everybody's fight everybody's fighting and everybody's. You pretty much know what everybody's going through, and you already know that. Hey, if you're trying to be a starting player, and this guy's trying to be a starter, it's going to be either me or or him, and and that's what you live for. So, actually, not I, I don't hate him. I mean, hey, like I said, I grew up watching him play, and he, he is hitting the game game when that walk off home run against me in the World Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, we. It, it was obviously a, a joke question. Um, you know, he, he was a great player. I mean, I can't, yeah. you know, except for the fact that he, you know, ruined my childhood, I, I can't really say a bad thing about him. <laughs> well, when you're a fan, when you, when you're a fan, I could understand you feeling like that because I, <laughs> I felt like that. But, I mean, I guess my fan days was over right at the high school. So, I was thrown right at, you know, I stopped being a fan because I was so focused on getting drafted and being out of college and staying healthy and, um, you know, just hoping to, you know, become a first-round draft pick and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, growing up being a fan, yeah, you know, so it, it was like I lost all my um, – I lost all that what you guys are talking about because I was focusing on trying to become a professional. So yeah. I can understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, so, you know, we, we talked about your, uh, your, your, your camp that you're running or, or attempting to run, obviously, with, with uh, COVID and everything going on, but – 
Um, with, with that in mind, and with the game being the way it was when you played compared to what it is now, what are some of the major changes that you see, like is, whether it's development of the, of, the, of the kids, of the skills, or maybe the kids' skill sets and athleticism? Uh, what are some of the things that jump out at you that you're like, wow, I don't, I don't remember it being like this back, back then? No, the game is, is based around, uh, uh, um, what do you say, uh, if you guys can remember when they started making the co- uh, uh, commercial chicks uh, chicks loves or chicks dig the long ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Glavin and Maddox was trying to hit home runs in the batting cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's what the game's evolved around. Now Now you got guys who, who, uh, who are fans that go to spring training try to talk to some of the coaches and pick their brains and then take stuff back back home and teach these crazy, ridiculous techniques and stuff like that and hoping to get a job to become a scout and uh, just get the kids just looking like clowns, man. You know, it's just crazy. And they paying these guys so much money that they got to keep these seats filled so they can't help but have the guys. They tell them, you know, they're trying to create things so that people can't come out because the way the game's playing right now, you know, it's it's so like uh just just like man, I can't even explain it. It's, I call it I call it uh I call it uh batting practice uh, baseball because all the all these guys are doing is going up there uh, swinging for the fence like like uh, batting practice. You like, know, like the days of you know like your old teammate Lenny Dystra. Being up there, either if I get a pitch to hit, I'm going to hit it. If not, I'm going to draw off because the name of my game is to get on base to score a run. Because right. if I score a run, right, right, and nobody, nobody has, nobody has a role. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. They don't, they don't play the small ball no more. No, no, yeah. no. Well, the thing was is that it's not considered small ball. It's baseball. It's like the the, the American League. You already knew they laid back for the three run homer because they had nine hitters. But the National League had to play according to the game was situated because, you know, you always had the pitcher coming up. So yep. your your strategic, your strategy was that, do I leave my pitch in or do I pinch it? Do I go to my bullpen or what? You know, it was always a, 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 a wait and see or a gut feeling. You know, you didn't want to take your pitch out who was dominating. And, and you know, but if you had a chance to win, you had confidence in your closer or your bullpen. So that's what's changed. You know, yeah. so I mean, only certain teams had to play small balls when they didn't have the big home run hitters. So you had to play to your strength. So people had to really manage. Right now, it's like uh, it's like a PlayStation or or <laughs> uh, three Xbox or video game. Man, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's the truth. It's it's it's, it's analytics driven. It's uh, the the launch angle. It's hit it as hard as you can. And, and like exit you, velocity, yeah, exit velocity. Oh, I can't stand. I talk about of all stats, that might be the one thing that I can't stand. The exit velocity thing. Like, who cares how fast it left the ballpark? As long as it left the ballpark <laughs> and put your team yeah. up. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Nobody cares about how fast the ball leaves, how fast the ball gets in the stands. You want to know how fast yeah. the, the pitcher throws to the catcher, mm-hmm. right? You know. Yeah. It, so, as like, Bob Euchre would say on that, that movie, Major League, who gives a shit? It's gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. 
do, Mike, do you want to? Exactly. Mike, do you want to ask Wes? Or uh, do you have another question for him? Or do you have? Yeah, I, I still got a couple. Okay, questions. go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I, well, as long as we have Wes on, but um, so how was the '93 Phillies team? Um, I know we've talked to Lenny a couple times, as you heard. We, we've had an intro from him. Do you have any crazy stories about him, or any crazy stories about the '93 team? No, it's not. It's nothing like that. I mean, you know, it's life. The lifestyle of a major league player is is really um, it's really like a uh, it's a business fraternity. You know, it's it's not like how the fraternities that the guys have in college, like when you're a, a frat boy. Right. It's it's a uh, you know because that's a group of guys that they're swearing and they're talking about we're going to be brothers for life, you know, that you met in college. But right. these guys who you meet in the polls, you're, you're sitting there. So the stories, you know, become life because you be, you can, you become around them more than you be around your family. Yeah. Right. So yep. it's not like that. It's, and it's business. I mean, this is real, real life. Like, Hey, when you get released, you you gone. You don't know if you're gonna get picked back up, and you're trying to make it to the major league. So, you know, it's really a life thing. So, I mean, my stories is just looking at the guys who get released in spring training, who get released at the end of the year, who don't get invited, and it's like, man, I don't want to be in that situation. Nope. You know, so those my stories right there. I don't want to be in that situation until I'm not able to to throw a ball or run or hit a baseball no more. I mean, I don't play. Like the Latin guys, that's all they live for. They go home, they play baseball. They come here, they play baseball. But that's their way out of their out of their out of their world, out of their country. They live right. in the third world. Yeah. So we, we Americans, we have opportunity to try to to try to get a, a degree to become a lawyer or a doctor. You know, they, mm-hmm. the guys not not doing that, man. And and you see that when you go over there and play in the winter, and you'd be like, wow, I'm so glad I'm an American. You know those it, those those that experience of traveling to Venezuela, Mexico, and even in Japan. I mean, man, you, you know, you just you see the stuff on TV, and then you go there and you're living there, and you're like, <laughs> you like, I'm just, I was just in awe. So I'm like, yeah. I'm just grateful because, man, I'm glad that we're not in communism, man, because it all it all just started coming to the head during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so those those are my stories right there. My stories are. It's not the fact that we got all these crazy stuff. No, we do stuff just like everybody else do, just like what you guys do. Same thing what we're doing right here. Yep. We had the same conversation, but our conversation to get blown out of proportion. You know, we yeah. might crack a joke. And, yeah, it, then it's like always being politically correct. That's why we don't really talk because everybody want to use stuff. Like, like for the, I don't know if that was Mike or, uh, or, uh, uh, who was early asked the question about Eisenreich. You know what I mean? Oh, Gary. Some writer yeah, hanging Gary. around town. Yeah, some writer hanging around the clubhouse uh, just took the story and made something out of nothing. You know, okay. like what? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't. What are you talking about? We, we, we. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, yeah. How yeah. can you? you know, oh, this is how he treated him before he. And he no, this guy been Eisenreich had already played like seven, eight years in the major leagues, but he was in the American League. Mm-hmm. You know, Kirk's been in the National League. You know, you don't, you don't know the guy. You just know he's a ball player. Now we got to get to know each other. Yeah. So those are the stories. I mean, these are life stories. I mean, you know, after you, and then you see how guys start, you know, because of their body or because of their mental state or whatever, you know, you, you see guys and you, it, I mean, it'd be like yesterday, like, man, good to see you. Good to see you. You're still alive, you know? 
man, give me a hug, bro. You know, and you enjoy, you savor the moment. Yeah. Well, uh, real quick, I just want to hit on it real quick before we let you go. Um, after you after you played for the Red Sox, you went to Japan and played there. What was that experience like for you? Because that had you to be a few oh, different independent leagues, right? It wasn't just Japan. You played all over the all over the world, right? Right. Well, yeah. When I came back, yeah, I, I was just keeping the job. I was trying to coach. I was trying. I was a player trying to. I was trying. I was coaching. I was playing, trying to get back to the major leagues, but. Uh, I was at, at AAA, and then I was playing in the independent league. And when I was knew that I was in an independent league, then I was just trying to uh, become a coach, a manager, hidden coach, or a manager, and things of that nature. Okay. But Japan, but Japan was a, a great experience. I was over there that year. I mean, you know, it's it's just it's, wow. You 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 look like a foreigner. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, yeah, you're on the other, yeah, you're on the other side of the world playing with people that I mean, you're trying to break a language barrier, you're trying to play, you're trying to break other barriers, like basically, like you know, their style of play and and all that stuff. I mean, but they they play a pretty good product. I mean, they have a pretty good product over there in Japan with baseball. Well, yeah, they do, but they don't play it like how we play. Mm. Yeah, and and yeah. They, and in their culture. They coach you when you like, even uh, you know, even when you under when you under that communism, man. I mean, we we as Americans, the only ones who who travel, you get that real experience when you when you've been there uh, sixty or ninety days. When you worked over there for a little bit, you get you get to see. Okay, I got to be with a translator everywhere I go, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, yeah, because you don't speak the language, but they speak seven different languages fluently. Yeah, because their culture, their culture teaches that, but they come over here and try to play mom's the word, you know. Right. right. Yeah. So with that being said, I mean, my experience was was, was awesome. I mean, I'm glad I went, but I didn't want to live over there. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad to be an American. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, but it's 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 great, man. I mean. Just like sharing these stories. It's great just sharing the story. I mean, the 93 Phillies, you know, nobody picked us, but we knew in spring training how the team was gelling, how we came together uh, on a regular basis every morning from the guys who were there already, the nucleus of the team. And I'm talking about the guys who were there and from the uh, other free agents who came in, they just, like, slid right on in. Like, everybody, you know, everybody just gelled. Everybody just blended in. It was all. It's all about respect, you know. Mm-hmm. You just know your place, and and, and Darren Dalton, our captain, just uh, man, just kept just you know, just kept the clubhouse under control, man. I mean, uh, whatever Dutch said, uh, you know, it went. You know, he was the leader. He was the veteran. Uh, then uh, Lenny, then uh, Crucky followed his lead, and we followed their lead, and and uh, everything clicked, man. I mean, we all knew we had to do, and everybody just. Uh, uh, you know, once the, uh, we figured out how it was going to go, you know, it was like, okay, this is how it's going to go. This is what's working. Then you just sit back, wait for your turn, and uh, do your job. And everybody was with everybody. And that's why that's why we won, man, because we we, we knew our role. We pulled for each other. Nobody nobody uh, was uh, trying to stab a guy in the back to start. Or it's just like, hey, who's ever in there? You just get behind that guy. And we were like, yeah, it was like ride or die. And that's exactly what's not in the game today. Nobody, it's all about me, 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 me. I want my $500 million contract. 
Yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's why, I mean, we all want our contracts, but we want to win, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's why I don't even enjoy the, enjoy watching the, you know, the game on TV because you see it, they don't run out balls, they like mm-hmm. lollygagging, they like, how do you going to make a guy who makes $50 million a year run out of uh, ground yeah. ball? He said, I ain't trying to get hurt. That sounds right. like Major League. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I got one more year on this contract, and I ain't trying to break nothing. <laughs> it's the tr- absolute truth. It's The game has absolutely changed. I mean, 100%, and it's – Money is the root of all evil, you know. And and actually, it's see, funny. We we. It's not the money. I mean, because the money's always been there. I mean, mm. the owners are, the owners are making buku money. Come on, man. They make money yeah. in over here. It's not yeah. the money. It's just it's just the way that they they just you know just they don't you know it's just when you when you don't have people around the game that know the game. And you bring in these guys from these Ivy League schools, and they start talking these below numbers. I can't even pronounce some of the stuff they're talking about. Yeah, you know that's why they got Mark, that's why they got to hire all these people who speak that language, mm-hmm. but they never played. Yeah, and, and and just like how we're talking, if this was a talk radio, they'd be like, "Oh, you saying the wrong thing." What do you mean I'm saying the wrong thing? I'm I'm speaking facts. Yeah, yeah. You know we're on the, but we're on the podcast, so if you got to, if you can't say it on on the syndicate station. Right. You got to be on the podcast, or you got to be on series. You know. Yeah, yeah, so, you're, yeah. You're more, you're more than safe with us. Trust me. <laughs> on this show. I wouldn't care. Look, look, guys, I wouldn't care. At all. I don't care. <laughs> well, I've been. I got. I got the Charles Barkley syndrome. I'm old school. Hey, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, we love Charles, and and we love the truth, and we love people speaking honest, and and I think. I think the majority of people like that. It's just, you know, people are afraid. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's it's crazy. It's crazy time we live in. Yeah, now. and it makes it, and it's not enjoyable, man. I mean, I ain't got nothing against Bryce Harper, but all Bryce Harper do is go up there and try to get a home run. I ain't come there to see that one run homer. You know, like <laughs> it's nice that you hit a home run, but okay, one guy, you gave one guy half half the bank. Yeah, how you gonna sign yeah. anybody else? Right. <laughs> no, that's the truth. <laughs> well, I, and, and speaking of, and then he boosts. Then he boosts for, he boosts for uh, the catcher. Catchers don't last that long. I don't, I'm not going to get a catcher all that money. Shoot, he's going to be broken down in five years. You know, small as phone. Yeah, I'm serious. I mean, they don't make them like Darren Dalton like they used to, or Mike Lebethal like uh, they used to. You know? Yeah. No, no they don't. No, they don't. That's, that's what I'm saying. Them guys, we came to the clubhouse. We took care of our bodies. We we were prepared for the long haul. We were prepared for the season. We rested when the season was over, you know. Mm-hmm. But during that during that season, we didn't, you know, nobody, everybody, we we didn't want days off. The managers had to fight to make us take days off because yep. that's what we, we were riding out. We that's what we we were in there, you know. Like no, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Come on, I'm all right. We we have it a ain't broke. We have a listener who just chimed in. He said, I, I loved West Chamberlain. I was pissed when we got in return for him when we traded him. <laughs> so, so yeah, you, you, you still have plenty. And we have another one who said, uh, th- he actually put you in a bunch. Oh, let me go back. I got to go back up here a second. Uh, he said, Milt Thompson, Petey, Wes, Jim Eisenreich, they were my heroes. Great memories. So, man, you, you still got a lot of love here, man, in Philly. So, yeah, uh, thanks, man. Yep. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thanks, so I I'll let Mike ask, <laughs> ask the question that we always ask um, um, many of our guests because, you know, we are sitting back and drinking beers and having a good time. 
So, Mike, take it away. <laughs> sure. So, uh, yeah, Wes, um, if, if you do partake in, in any um, alcoholic beverages, uh, our question that we always ask our, our guests is, uh, what is your drink of choice? Uh, I used to drink Long Island iced teas when I was out in public, like at a bar. We catch at a chili's or somewhat. I used to drink. I used to have me a, a Long Island iced tea. One, one definitely. Two was the limit because I knew that I was always dry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, but so my you were choice at home. Yeah. Huh? My my choice at home is always a brandy. I'm a Hennessy. I used to be a Hennessy man. Uh, Cavazier. Okay. Yeah. Me- Neat with a with a nice with a nice blunt with a nice joint. Ah. That's what I used to do. I know what. That's awesome. <laughs> Hennessy oh, with a joint. Man. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's what I used to do. Yeah. I mean, now that they made now that they made marijuana legal, now I'm like, really? <laughs> when I when I stopped smoking it, oh, now it's legal. <laughs> so now I got to have a, a physical condition to smoke it or just go back smoking it. And I'm like, well, I'd have been off of it both of them off for twenty plus years. And I'm healthy as ever. And I'm like, well, I don't even need it because I got a natural hat now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you definitely perked uh, Gary's uh, interest up. His ears perked up when you said uh, a Hennessy and a blunt. His eyes lit up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Remy Martin, Remy Martin, you know, that Hennessy, Remy, they, they have like three or four, three or four brands. But Remy Martin, you, you say Hennessy, so you got to know. You got to know what type of brandy that you're drinking. So that Remy Martin is real smooth, real neat. And I sit back and chill with that, man, and uh, and watch the game and enjoy, you know, just, you know, and just do my thing. Let it marinate. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Well, Wes, we, we, we kept it a little longer than I, than I promised you, but uh, we thank Don't you. Don't worry about that, man. I have five, I'm have enjoying myself. Don't uh, even worry about that's it. That's great. No uh, problem at all. That's awesome, man. We, um, we, 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 we definitely appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us on a Friday night. And, uh, you know, and, our, and like I said, you're getting some love from the fans here. So, we, uh, you know, we, we hope the best for you. And, and obviously this pandemic, man, we're getting, we're getting near the end. Light's the end of the tunnel. Hopefully everything can get back to normal and, uh, you can contribute, you know, you can continue your, uh, your camps and, and, uh, everything can go back to normal, man. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully we, you know, when everything do lighten up, I can get out there and play in some golf tournaments. Cause, uh, I got a lot of people in that, on the East coast area that they've been inviting, but I just been like, nah, cause I'm just, you know, not sure. I mean, we keep saying that the numbers go up. So, you know, yeah. I just ain't been, I ain't been on the plane. I just, I just been stuck here in Illinois because uh, my goal is to get out to Arizona and play much more. So, but I mean, once, once we could, I know they loosen up with the, uh, with the restaurants and things of that nature, but me myself, I'm okay. That's why I'm, that's why I'm always chilling. So yeah, I just, just do what, uh, you know, just get in where I fit in guys. Yep. Hey man, you ever come back to the East Coast? That you you got another one that would like to play with you sometime. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. You, know, you can embarrass definitely. me, embarrass me on the course. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you guys kicking back, drinking beers, and and doing your happy Gilmore, I'll be sitting up there just having fun. <laughs> you just having fun. We'll be throwing out. We'll be throwing out something for the hole. That's all. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. We can play two dollars. We can play two dollars a hole, a dollar a hole, whatever. You oh know, yeah, 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 definitely for sure, for sure. <laughs> a couple beers at the nineteenth. No problem with that. Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. I, look, 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm an easy, I'm an easy sport, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. Absolutely. Right, so, right, yeah, it will be because that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm enjoying myself, and hey, wherever I go, my clubs go. Have clubs, <laughs> we'll travel. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Well, Wes, we uh, we thank you so much, man, for joining us, and uh, we hope that we'll, we'll we'll reach out to you soon, man. We'll we'll talk again soon. Thanks, yeah, Wes, all right, man. So much, man. All right, thank you for having me, and I look to uh, be back on here with you guys probably uh, over the summer. Sounds make, look, make it a uh, make it a twofer. Dude, <laughs> Here we I, go. Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, guys, good talking to you guys. All right, man, take care, Wes. Right, Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Thanks, man. Okay. All right. Bye. Wes Chamberlain joining us on the show tonight, man. How? Dude, that was cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice pull there, brother. Thanks, man. Yeah, good dude. Um, so when when Callie and I yeah uh, interesting though I, I was just not to cut you off but interesting yeah. though he uh, he doesn't like the uh, new age game at all that was very clear <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> uh, yeah, he, gonna... he don't he don't like the locker room behind the scenes bullshit no and you know what he 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 stuck he stuck with the camaraderie the uh, the the frat yeah. the fraternity he didn't want to talk talk smack yeah. and. Uh, nah. Yeah, I've got nothing negative to say about my teammates. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't even think we were trying to like it in the say anything negative. We were just looking at it for something that was funny. But I guess he just is, you know, he doesn't want to do any, you know, funny. He doesn't. He doesn't. Anything in the locker room stayed in the locker room. No, and we, you know, we weren't looking for, you know, smack. You know, we were. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure if he understood that, but yeah, he did. It didn't matter to him. He was more or less like, no, guys. Not getting into all that. We yeah. were teammates, and we're going to leave it that we were teammates. That's just yeah. the way it is. Yeah. It's like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, so I, I I don't know how we can segue out of this to to you know to get to get to something normal, but um, I have something I have to show you guys. Uh, oh, on this show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, well, what you know, maybe I can segue it this way. Chicago, where Wes grew up, and and here in Philly, we have something in common. We have homeless people, and uh, huh? yeah. And I'm going to show you guys a uh, a video real quick um, of a homeless guy who um, <laughs> who who thought for sure that that he was that he was being raped. Okay, that's not the funny part. Oh, that's not the funny part. No, 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 that's okay. not the funny part. The but funny, wait, there's more. The funny part oh, is wait. that the funny part is that he he thought he was being raped by a ghost. Okay. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play this for you real quick. Invisible rapist. <laughs> uh, there's no sound, right? There we go. Here it is. Fuck me. I mean, hold on, let me start it over because it, it's not. It's, it buffer. Here you go. Fuck me. Fuck me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Fuck me. You fucking man. You fucking me. So, just for those who aren't. <laughs> you fucking me. You just, fucking me. Just for those who can't see it, there's a guy in an alleyway. With his legs up in the air, 
on his back, his pants around his ankles, and he's just by himself, and there's apparently a ghost banging him. You fucking feels good. Don't you? <laughs> fucking me. Fucking me in my ass. Fuck me in my ass, man. Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Oh man, um, uh, Peterson, Dave Peterson said, "Oh my God, it's a K and A after dark." Uh, so there was for no reason at all. For, he fucking me for no reason. At all. For, for no reason at all. I just wanted. To, I just wanted to share that. He fucking me right in my head. There's no reason for that. Uh, got it all over my shorts. <laughs> oh man. In the back alley sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave Peterson said that should be a sound bite. Yeah, I'm gonna have to work on that for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Just just the end though, oh, right? Man. Just just the end, like like He's the fucking me in my ass. Yeah, like, Feels yeah. good, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh no i don't know there's something uh, there's something wrong with you sean i i didn't create the video man what do you want from me <laughs> so oh by the way most important question we'll ask of the night this is even more important than any question we'll ask west chamberlain what are you drinking guys Last one. Mm. And did a high he heat. Who, who makes the high heat again? He mm. said that was the last one last week. Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I don't think I had it last it's week. true. Maybe. I don't know. And, uh, blue I don't know. Oh, boy, baby. Gary's got blue moon. Uh, I, I'm no. Back to the basics. That's the last one. I had the blue moon orange last one. Yeah, he said it. Yeah, that's right. Gary, how do you remember? You were, yeah, how would you know? You, you were, were smashed last week. My uh, goodness. And we're, also, and we're also drinking a little bit of this. Oh, no. oh, Jameson. Well, Gary got a promotion, so, you know, good yeah, for him. Yeah, congratulations, Gary. Cheers. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Oh, good for you. So, was, there, was it a promotion or was it? Is it a new? I'll be working for the city now. So yeah. is that like, are you with the same company or? No, no, no. Straight for the city of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. So this lady asked me, she goes, do you drink beer? And I said, yeah. And she goes, how many, uh, you know, how many do you drink per day? And I said, three. And she goes, how many? How much do you pay per beer? I said about five, including the tip. She goes, "Wow, how long have you been drinking?" I said about twenty years. She goes, "Wow, three three beers a day equals equates to like about hundred four hundred fifty dollars per month, and that's about fifty four hundred dollars per year. So twenty years of drinking, that's about one hundred eight thousand dollars." I said, "Sounds about right." And she said, "Well, do you know that all that money you just spent, you can put in your savings account, and after the interest, you have enough to buy a plane?" I said, "Do you drink beer?" And she goes, "No." I said, "Well, where's your fucking plane?" <laughs> Uh, let's talk some Sixers. Let's talk some Sixers. So uh, Gary's favorite subject. Gary's favorite. But uh, we have to bring it up, man, because there's there are some rumors going around. Look, why don't we start with that? Um, it, they're getting they're getting stronger. Kyle Lowry, Larry for the uh, Toronto Raptors. Uh, yeah, the, I just the agent uh, just came out. The agent said the same thing. So Lowry comes out and goes, "I want to play for Sixers. I want to play in my hometown." And you're like. All right, it's just, you know, whatever. And then the agent comes out, I think, earlier today and basically echoes the same sentiment and basically says, yeah, I, I he wants to play for Philly, and I'm going to see what we can do. 
Hmm. I mean, that sounds great. It just, I just don't get it. I, I don't get why. I mean, I, I'd love for it to happen, but Toronto's still a good team. They're streaking. They're playing well. He's played there his whole career. He's he's on an expiring, but like they're they're competitive. I would think that they would try and get him in. Like, is he still hurt or is he is he not playing? What's he? So he's not really like it's weird, man. Like he's not really in rotation for some stupid reason. Um, you know why not? I I don't understand him. He's one. Of the, you know he's still a, a highly productive player. I just think he's fallen out of favor with Toronto, and I think he wants out. I think he's he's had enough. And well, I mean, if if that's the case, if for whatever reason they just He's falling out of favor, and you know, he's not doing. You know, I mean, obviously, Nick Nurse has coached him for a few years, so it's it's not like it's a new coaching regime. Which, by but, the way, uh, Toronto, um, the 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 Raptors are in COVID protocol. They've um, Nick Nurse oh. and the entire team has to <laughs> carry it. Uh, the the entire team is uh, is is kind of uh, in quarantine right now. So, Nick, the Tampa Bay Raptors. Yeah, dude. You, you know, I was I was last week years old when I knew they were playing in Tampa Bay this year. I, <laughs> when, when, when the Sixers went to play them, I'm like, wait, why are they playing in Tampa Bay? And I'm like, oh, that's right, because we can't travel to Toronto because they're the only. But Tampa Bay is like a pretty far, like that's. It no. makes sense though, because like if you ever go to Florida, like you know during the winter, all those motherfuckers Florida. from Canada that that's that's where they come from. They're all they're all coming from Canada. Like, oh yeah, we come here. It's it's, it's what do they call it? It's our holiday. No holiday. It's our holiday. Fucking, mm-hmm. fucking holiday. Fucking four month old. You know, four month uh, long holiday. Motherfuckers. Bunch of fucking frogs. <sighs> but. But yeah, so it's I guess Tampa Bay is now for um, a four sport town. What's that? They're now a four sport town. I guess sure. they. I, I guess that's true. I guess that's uh, that is true, Dave. It's true. Yes, it is. No, it it's is. Tampa, it's Tampa fucking Bay. They don't belong having a hockey team. No, they do not. Well, yeah. We, they, they don't yeah. deserve to have a hockey team. Uh, Florida, yeah, we said that for years. The Panthers, oh. the, the Lightning, fucking you any. Can't, any yeah. you, can't, you can't have a hockey team if your fucking weather does not go below 30 degrees. No, I used to say that about Dallas, but, you know, I can say this now because they don't have fucking power, so fuck you, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, they pay... Forty thousand dollars for a, you know, week's worth of energy uh, electric. Sad. Folks. Two things come from st- Texas: steers and queers. Uh, I don't see any horns. <laughs> Bruh. Just toss the panties. <laughs> um, tossing panties. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And Tampa Bay, we we we've been through this before. L.A. and Tampa Bay are two two places that. Are the most fraudulent fans, so there's that. Yep. Um, so, city of chip bags. Speaking of fans that don't come to games, um, they are starting to loose. They are starting to loosen um, protocol. Uh, Philadelphia, the, the Sixers, and the Flyers have been given the option to allow fans. Now, there's a caveat with that. New York's going to start opening things, so things are opening up. We're going to start seeing some fans at games here, uh, local. Uh, Dan Vargo says Dallas sucks. F Dallas. Uh, and he's, you know, yeah. I, and I, I was talking about the stars and I wasn't even thinking about the Cowboys and he's a hundred percent right. Um, so, uh, uh, here's the thing. Wells Fargo center here in Philly, they're claiming that they cannot allow fans in the stadium right now 
because they would have to hire or bring back 500 employees. They just spent millions of dollars on a ventilation system. They, the, between, the, between the seats, between the scoreboard, between the ventilation system, between the uh, uh, renovation upstairs on the, the, the mezzanine area, all that stuff. Um, and you can't bring back some people. And it's going to give you. I, I first of all, you don't need, was, you don't need to bring back five hundred people. Who, who's saying they can't bring back people? The Wells Fargo is saying they they can't they can't bring back more people because, um, basically they need like ten percent. Well, you need security. You need you need uh, vendors. You need all that stuff. But you don't need to open up every single vendor. Right. Then why did right? you spend a million dollars on the upgrades in the fucking and and the the facility? Well, that was before COVID. To be fair. Well, he's talking about ventilations, updated, upgrading yeah. ventilations to be able to kind of, as part of the, the protocol. Like, they, like they, they, they made adjustments and arrangements to be able to bring fans in. So you, you know spend what? money to do that, and you can't hire employees to be able and to have is, fans in there? And this is for the Flyers and Sixers, because I know that the Sixers and Wells Fargo have, like, this big beef. They have a tremendous uh, relationship. They don't, they don't, they, they aren't really getting along right now. There's mm-hmm. two, there's two, uh, Entities, so uh, I, I don't know what's going on between the Sixers and Wells Fargo. I mean, the Sixers are looking to build their own place, and I don't know if that's ever going to happen. But um, yeah, it's pretty ugly, and that's not going to help matters if they say we want fucking fans here, and the Wells Fargo's now. You know, yeah, I, I don't get it. Like, why would? First of all, you would have thought that they would have they would have vetted that through. But this is for the Flyers and Sixers that we're mm-hmm. talking about that they're saying. But yeah, I mean, I don't get five hundred. Employees for five thousand fans, ten percent, like five hundred would be if you opened up in full capacity, wouldn't it? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, you figure secure. I mean, you do need security. You need the vendors. You need box office. You need you know people to maintain and clean and 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 uh, you know clean the shitters and hey shitters, all right, you know all that <laughs> stuff. So like you you need that. But five hundred, yeah, somebody's got to scrape the tampons off the ceiling. I'm, yeah, but you know what? The, the thing the thing is, is that you don't need every ticket box uh, open. No, you do not. No, you don't. You probably need every entrance open. You don't need you don't need security on every um, aisle. You don't, you don't need, need to open up every bathroom. You don't need five hundred employees. You could do it with one hundred and fifty. All right, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But that aside, um, hey man, if they can get some fans in, that that'd be pretty cool. I, I mean, I probably it, won't be. You, you know. Dude, we get Showing so up. yeah, we get I'm so sidetracked. Yet. We get like an enclosed space inside. Eh, yeah, I'm not, not quite. Yeah, I'm not quite ready for that yet either. We get so sidetracked though on this show. We're talking about the Toronto Raptors, Kyle Lowry, and then we go from talking about the Wells Fargo and panties being and tampons being thrown on the ceiling. Um, <laughs> Kyle Lowry would be a great fit for this team. Yeah. I, I, again, they haven't made a move in the season yet where they strengthened their bench. Lowry. Where we're like, this is what they need. He he would add an edge to this team, a, a leadership quality, yeah, a, a, a hard nosed type of player that can make baskets when you need them. He, so dude, he, an isolation type scoring threat that they really don't have. A, a go to guy late in the games, but not just in bead. Mm-hmm. Simmons obviously. Is great, but he's not somebody in a half court that can you could count on the score. Shake Milton a little bit, but he's not he's not the complete player that Lowry is yet. Mm-hmm. So Lowry Lowry would come in with he he's got the type of guy that 
Got a little bit of attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's well, he's a Philly guy. He, oh, okay. Nova Philly, you know, attitude. Stood up to, stood up to Joel a little bit. Kind of mm-hmm. looked actually. He kind of like Joel with like a rookie. Him and Ben. Like him, and, him and Ben were going at it too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan Vargo uh, chimed in. He said, "If they're doing all the COVID shots, why can't they fill the seats?" Oh, uh, you know, I, I don't uh, know. Yeah. We're gonna. Well, be, I mean, we're, so gonna be, the, we're gonna be wearing masks for another year, so you know, there's that. The, the answer to that is: Are you going to be able to test every person that's gone in? That's to make sure that they had a COVID shot. Is there a way that you can test? Because if you can't test everyone that has a COVID shot, then... I mean, if you get a COVID shot, you should have a card. And first of so all, got, first of all, that, that if, proves that you had the shot. If you get the shot, it doesn't mean you're immune to getting it. No, I mean, it, no. You know, so that's they, the other issue too. They don't even. Yeah, they don't really know how long that's going. Well, to. it's ninety-five percent chance that you won't get the COVID if you have the shot. Yeah, but, but that's only for a certain period of time. Right, and there's also five percent that you will get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, what, what the reason for the shot is to establish herd. Immunity. So it works 60% of the time, 100% of the time. All the time. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know, Mike. Like, about uh, Kyle Lowry, what do you think? I, I, like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, to, I'm on, but but I'm that on aside, but that aside, like, we don't know what Toronto's thinking, why Nick Nurse isn't putting him in the rotation enough, why this isn't happening. I don't give a shit. If what Kyle Lowry becomes a 76er, personally, I'm all for it. So, so we are giving up. I'm, I'm Nick the nurse. Nick the nurse. Um, that's the question. So apparently the the Raptors are looking at you know obviously draft picks or uh, for some reason veteran players with expiring contracts is what. Well, no, I mean, well, yeah, obviously they want an expiring. Even though Lowry has an expiring contract, they want to they want an expiring contract so that they can. Tool retool to build up for next year to so go try to, re, like to, to try to reach. Yeah. So, Danny Green was signed for what? How many years here? Uh, I think he's a one. I think it's. I think he's expiring. Well, guess what? That's that's my piece. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously he's the expiring contract, and and that means that Lowry's going to start. Yes, I, I would. One hundred percent. I I think that's a huge. Uh, no, I, I, Danny Green to me has been a little bit of a disappointment. Um, yeah, I agree. But, you know, right now the Sixers are losing Tobias Harris for a little while. Hopefully not too have long. Have they said? Have, no, I haven't read about that. So today. no structural damage. So Tobias oh, Harris fell hard in last night's game. Uh, I didn't even see a, a severe knee contusion. Yeah, so it's a bone bruise. He might be out for a week or two. I mean, really, I mean, till, uh, bone bruises suck. Um, yeah. It could, it, could, it could be up to I mean, I remember one time a girl bit my cock, and, it, you know, it hurt a little while. Mm-hmm. And it took a little bit of time to pee straight. So was uh, your cock out of commission? No, it was, you know, you know, just a little yeah, bit. You, of a, you, were, you were able to fuck the next night if you had to. Yeah, you? a All little right. bit of Ben Gay. <laughs> he took me inside, and that was, I mean, and and then there was some Ben Gay involved. Anyway, um, <laughs> um. No, so so with with him being cancer to prick, you believe that cancer to prick, cancer to prick, cancer to prick. So with with that, I mean, you know, it, it's with with Tobias being out, you you got to hope that a guy like Danny Green can step up. So here's his this this could be his last chance. I mean, really, but he's disappointed yeah. me this year. I don't know how you feel, but he's no, I agree. I mean, he's he hasn't been the. I mean, maybe he's trying to save something for the playoffs, but he hasn't been 
the um, the defensive stalwart. I mean, I know that he hasn't, you know, he's older, but I expected him to. I see him jack up a lot of threes and miss a lot of threes. Um, yeah, I mean, I just haven't been impressed. I like Curry a little bit more, and I, I give Curry a little bit more leeway because Curry's first of all younger, second of all he's coming back from you know COVID, mm-hmm. and I think that that at this point in his career, um, Curry has a little bit more to his game. He can drive and score. I he like can spot I, up and shoot. Curry to me has been way better than expected. I, I yeah, yeah, I mean he had well, I mean he he had the yeah, you know, the the middle of the season after after he got COVID, or well, not middle, but like you know, he had a, a stretch of about three weeks. But now he seems like he's coming back into his own a little bit. And yeah, he's, he, he's young. He's young, right? He's pretty young. Yeah, I like Curry a lot, man. I think I think he's completely um, went above and beyond. Um, yeah, you know what the funny thing is is he over the line. He went over the line. Seth Curry's he, been over the line. He Josh Richardson was was not as advertised. He wasn't as good as advertised. No. We, for us to be able to get rid of him. Sweet Jesus. And to get Seth to get Seth back in that deal was, yeah. uh, you know, ends up, it looks like a steal right now. Yeah, and Richardson, we played against him last night. Uh, he didn't look all that good. He's averaging like 12 a game. Like, yeah, you know, no, nah, yeah. that's not that's not what you thought you were getting when he was averaging 19 or 20 a game with the heat. Right. Before we got him. And uh, yeah, so he's definitely dropped off the game. Um, ben Simmons. So, yeah, I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, I mean, I'm on board with getting Lowry. I think that you can insert him in the starting lineup. I think that it's a I think it's a move that's going to. Uh... Come on. All Come right, on. I'll do one with you. One shot. Fuck. All right. Fine. Hold on a second. All right. Well, Gary, you got to hold the show while we get our drinks ready. I got you. I'm ready. I got it all covered. I'm ready. I got got mine here. All right. Oh, hold on. There it is. Dang, that's a big ass bottle. But if I'm going to do it, I got to do it in the right cup, right? Holy shit. Yeah, but I'm just, I'm not doing the whole thing, dude. I'm doing, that's not a shot glaze, dude. That's a, that's a whiskey. I was going to say, don't feel that. You got shit to do in the morning. Yeah. Look at this fucking thing. All right. Uh, dude, that's that's a shooter, dude. That's not a uh, shot glass. Yeah. That's a shooter. What the fuck? You can't. That was a Christmas present from Chrissy. I'm, I'm using it. I don't care. Did you drink that? You're... That's the third one right there, Sean. Oh. <laughs> dude, I can smell it. Right, you know what? I'm doing Shooter this McGavin, step. baby. Shooter McGavin. All right. There you oh, go. You fucking I'm doing this instead. All right. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Yo, you got a post marks uh, thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's so smooth, though. <sighs> James is so smooth. Here comes the shit show. <laughs> all right, so Ben Simmons is an all-star. Third year in a row. Ben Simmons, third year in a row. Yep, absolutely. He uh, he was um, elected as one of the reserves to the team, so it's Embiid and Simmons. Do you really think Tobias got snuffed looking at the Eastern Conference team? I haven't, I haven't read it. I haven't looked at it. From what I heard, he was, he was right on the crest. Yeah, I, 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 I look at some of these the other guys that were chosen. I'm, I'm like, man, like who do I take him over and and all that stuff. I, I just who's Julius Randle playing for now? He's with, uh, 
It's not with the Grizzlies. Or the, the Grizzlies. Jesus Christ. I did that again. The fucking Grizzlies. Didn't I do that a couple weeks ago? The, the um. The Hornets? The Hornets. No, no, no New Orleans. The Pelicans? He's Pelicans? Oh, he's with the Pelicans? Fucking Pelicans. No, I thought, isn't the Pelicans in the West? Who names their team? Yeah, the no, Julius Pel- Randle is with in oh, – I'm not even close. He's with the fucking, fucking Pelicans. He's with the Knicks. That's just oh. – Fucking Pelicans. They're close to the Pelicans. I don't so know if he's, he's, Who names their team the fucking Pelicans? I don't know. Is there a lot of Pelicans in New Orleans? Uh, what the fuck? That's worse than a jizz. Jizz. What a fucking jit bag. The person who named that, that's who he is. I don't know if you saw Dan's question on there, by the way. Before before we uh, get into that, do you think they'll trade Simmons? Dan, no. absolutely not. No, Simmons isn't going anywhere. And I think you're... I don't even know if I... At this point, I'm not even sure I trade him for Bradley Beal. I heard a thing... Maybe straight up, but... I heard a thing on the radio today about Ben Simmons. Everybody's expecting more from him. He's doing what he has to do. He's a point guard. And that's what he's doing as a point guard. He's I had doing a, it exceptional. I had a conversation with someone today about this. Um, you know, would you like to see him shoot more jump shots? Like, yeah, of course yeah. you would. However, they're winning, and he's doing so much on the floor. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They're Dude, he shot down Luca. Yeah, they're 0-5 when he doesn't play. Right. And, yeah, he shut down Luka Doncic. Doncic, I never fucking say his name. Um but yeah, I mean, who's one of the top players in the league? I mean, he 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 did a great job on him, and he's so confident right now too. That's the that's the thing that's crazy with Ben right now. He he's super confident. He's I mean, he said after the game last night, he goes, you know what? Um, one through five, I'm the best player. Yeah. one through five. You know, I, I can defend one through five. I and, think I'm the best defender in the league. And he's probably the only he's probably the only guy who can defend one through well, LeBron. You think LeBron could cover a center? Probably. I think. Oh yeah. I mean, he's definitely big enough. I mean, he doesn't have the height that. No. So, I mean, he's got a couple so, inches. I'm, I'm trying to think like if Anthony Davis was on another team, would he? You know, with Embiid, would he be able to defend against Embiid? I. Eh, I think Ben. I would take Ben's chance. The chances of Ben over. Over. Ben uh, might be a better defender right now than. Yeah. Um, LeBron. I I I I don't know if there's any argument with that. Put and he was so confident about it. Put me against anyone one through five, mm-hmm. and and I I don't. He's shut down everybody. Last year mm-hmm. I don't even remember the stat. Last year he he faced the most all stars, and he had the most the biggest success rate against those players, defending yeah. them. I mean, he was first team all defense last year, right? Yes, it was, so, and 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 we all remember when he came out. I'll I'll never, I'll never. Enough with the fucking bitch. I'll never. You don't want care. You don't care. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, mute his mic. Now we're, we're almost, out like you did his brother last week. We're we're almost we're almost done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> Mark Mark hit me up. He goes. That's got to be on the best of. That was one of the funniest moments ever. So if you missed it last week, Ryan was trying to make a point. I just cut him out. I just completely – I kicked him off the show. I, he no, comes you back. kicked him out and you said enough of that. Yeah. I was like, I had enough. He, he, said, he, was leaving. Yeah, he said he was leaving 10 minutes ago. Was, so, uh, so, uh, so, poop, gone. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're a bunch of stuttering fucks here on the show. I was happy to see him go. <laughs> I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Yeah, we yeah, were, we were like – See ya. Yeah, it was that. He goes, I don't know what happened. I'm like, we do. We kicked you the fuck out. Oh, fuck you then. Well, are you going to leave now? 
Yeah, keep him here. Keep <laughs> keep him here. Oh shit, that was funny as hell. Um, fuck, I forget. Ah, whatever. Yeah, uh, ben so, Simmons. So ben, and, Ben's an yeah. All Star. Ben might him, be man. the Defensive Player of the Year, and Bead's starting again this year. Obviously, Tobias was kind of, you know, if Tobias is on a, let me get a bit. Sure, if Tobias is on the Knicks. Does he put up Julius Randle or even better numbers? He's no, playing right. third. Like when you're the top, when you're producing the third best on the top team, is that better than? Mm-hmm. Is that more meaningful than padding stats on a bad team? Like, like um, last game that against Dallas, um, the, the stats don't look great for Simmons or for Embiid. They sat the whole fourth quarter. They only played three quarters of the game. Right. They still put up decent and stats. And they still put up de- – yeah, absolutely. You know, they still put up great stats. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I agree with you. Um, Man, I, I'm excited, dude. I, I think – I'll be more excited if they – they because they need that extra piece. They need that extra piece. We've talked about it for weeks. Yeah. You get that other yeah. – that other – that other, man, bench – it doesn't even have to be a bench spot. It could be a guy who could – you could plug in your starting lineup and, and someone who's starting now can – I mean, I don't care if Danny Green takes the bench. I don't give a shit. But I think Danny Green will be the guy that's going to move if there's going to be a trade for a guy that's it's got to have a viable. I mean, and, I, and I'm okay with that. We never, we never answered that. So, I mean, you give up, like, Danny Green in the first round yeah. pick, Danny Green and Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey. Oh, man, I don't know if we can. I, you know what? What has Maxey done, though? I know. But the same thing happened with Thibault last year. You know, Thibault's second half of the year faded away. Yeah, but – Thibel, yeah, but I mean, Max, it's not the second half of the year. Max, he had like a week where he was good, and, and he hasn't really been that good yeah, since. Maxie's better than that. I mean, I mean Maxie, I, I, for the first month of the season, Maxi was, was playing a pretty decent clip. Shake Milton came on big time. <laughs> I think I think that kind of took the playing time away from Maxi. Maxi kind of went out of rotation. I, I You right. know, I mean, Shake's he, he's but the a good, thing is, good is that, player, like, man. I think that Maxie's more replaceable than Thibault. Uncle J. Fox. Because <laughs> Max, Maxie's a scorer. He's, you know, mm-hmm. he, it's a little bit of a scorer. And, I love and, his you know. game, though, man. I love it. And he's, and he's, but he's a rookie, and he's streaky. And, like, you drafted him, and, and, and you know, you hear John Calipari just rave about him, how how the Sixers are getting such a great player out of him. I, yeah, I, 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 I hope I, so. But, I mean, you got to give up something to get Lowry. Yeah. Uh, Maxie Priest. So I mean, you give up a first round pick. I mean, you're not giving up. You. You're not giving up Milton. You're not giving up Thibel. I tell you what. Yeah, you know what? You might have a point. If it's Danny, so are you giving up Maxi, Danny Green, and a first rounder? That seems like a yeah, but for a guy, yeah, you you should have leverage because his his he's not resigning with Toronto, and everybody knows that. Yeah. And his leverage is you have leverage on him. So I don't think you have to give up that much. I think the first round pick's almost a throwaway, though. The first round pick's going to be. Late twenties. Uh, that's true too. So you give him a young player, a a, 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 a veteran, and a, and a first round, a late first round pick. You know what? You know what? If he gives you a chance to get in a championship, if you're playing in the NBA Finals, maybe it's worth it. Yeah. Maybe it's worth it. And you haven't killed. You haven't mortgaged your entire future. You're not killing yeah. your future. It's not. You know. That's true. Are right, you guys ready for a little while you were drunk? That's done. Nope. All right. But before we do that. Before we do that, While You Were Drunk is brought to you by BiteLabs.org. BiteLabs.org is a website that allows you to 
uh, use celebrity uh, cells to create meat. So you can you can take James Franco's blood cells and create a a, a very smooth taste in salami. Cut the fat like Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> I didn't know we got another spot. You fat bitch! You fat bitch! You can, uh, for once, give uh, Ellen DeGeneres some meat. Oh. <laughs> um. Brittany squeals. Pork bacon. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So that, that's actually a part of why you were drunk. I am not drunk, man. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, these is here acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? So there's a website called bitelabs.org that's out there. I had no fucking idea about this. Uh, so I was apparently drunk while this has happened. And it's, in, it, it's been around for like five years. We don't know if it's satire or not. But there's a website that claims that they take celebrities' cells and create meat out of it. It's fucking disgusting. So I'm really hoping it's fake. How do they how do they get the cells from the celebrities? Out of a fucking used condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know what speaking of speaking of a condom, have you ever tried Mount Doom? <laughs> do you know what Mount Doom is? You rub oh. a little Tabasco sauce on the outside of the condom, then you stick it in her ass and melt her ring. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that that's that sounds interesting. <laughs> Try it let tonight. Me, let, let me call the old lady. <laughs> Try it tonight. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> fuck. Uh, so I wanted to. <laughs> Gary's not on the show next week. No. <laughs> His jaw's uh, wired shut. <laughs> I just got a text. Gary's, Gary's dead and buried under the pool. Oh man, I just got a text. I'm done. Denny's <laughs> Denny's wife is out. Um, so so Kevin Mather, Kevin Mather um, resigned this week. Uh, Seattle Mariners GM. What did he do? He made some disparaging comments about some players on his team, um, including uh, uh, Hashashi Akawama. Um, he said somebody basically, had cut, somebody had to cut the grass. <laughs> It's not like a Japanese guy. I don't know why you're going to cut the grass. Yeah. He basically said he's a wonderful human. So this was at a function last week. Uh, this, this, this story came out. Um, wonderful human. Hold on. We got we got a few things here. Wow. You guys are fucked up. Um, um, not off the speechless, but. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. We got this one. Uh, that was great. Yeah, we lost. I mean, apparently, we lost the listener as well. Oh, wow. um, uh, so he he basically said about this guy. Uh, he was a wonderful human being. His English was terrible. He wanted to get back into the game. Came to us. Quite frankly, wanted him as an Asian scout and interpreter. What's going on with the Japanese league? He's coming to spring training, and I'm going to say, well, I'm tired of paying his interpreter. So when he was a player, we'd have to pay. Uh, the player X, but we we had to pay seventy five thousand dollars a year to his interpreter. His English yeah. all of a sudden suddenly got better. His English yeah. was better when we told him that. Yeah, that's what happens when you sniff Godzilla's asshole. 
the fuck? Oh, stinks. <laughs> so that's um. So he, here's your shit show, Mister Polsky. So there was a lot of there was a lot of stories like that, or a lot of quotes like that. There was another one where he. Uh, it was very similar where he was talking about another player and basically said the same thing. Basically, like, you know, oh, you know, all of a sudden, you know, these guys come here, they don't speak English, but all of a sudden you hand them money and they can speak better. It's like, dude, you you can't you can't say that. You can't whether do stuff like that. Whether it's right or wrong, it's not it's not politically correct in today's world. No. You can't do that. No. Not speak- when you're the GM. No. That, I mean, uh, GM or not, Mike, you just can't do that. That's it's wrong. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree, but I mean, again, when you're the GM, it's really bad. Like you're paying the guy; you're the one that's handing them the, the paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking of politically correct, or the barrel fucking tamales, Mr. Potato Head is no longer Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> While you were drunk, guys, Mr. Potato Head's <laughs> surname has been taken away, as has Mrs. Potato Head. It's now talk pota- about a long time, pig. Potato head. I've Fucking had uh, 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 almost a fist yes. fight with my 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 wife over. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Now we, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Potato Head. She's a whore so, from way back. Like there's 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 the she's a whore from non-gender the specific that that has guys like like clothes and it, stuff, it, and then so non-gender it, specific that has girls, and they're both potato. Like, how do you decipher between the two anymore? So apparently, the mustache on Mr. Potato Head was a no-no. Like, you you can't do that anymore. You got to take it off. There's no more mustaches. Okay. There's no more okay. any of this shit. Now, actually, okay. what, what they're what they're doing is they're creating a potato head, and then including cares if you throw a belly button with your children. So you you don't have like the lipstick one <laughs> either. Uh, so no, no. So that's the thing. I think they're including. Everything together as one potato head. They're not okay. doing Mr. or Mrs. All right. Right. I, I, I guess that's fine. Okay. Right. I agree. It's not fine. I that's agree. not the way it is. I agree. But nah. um, what about Mr. Coffee? Like, yeah. I don't drink fucking coffee. I don't, I don't need to tell you how good my fucking coffee is. I'm not the one who buys the coffee. My wife buys the coffee. No, but I'm worried about the, you know. In the in the in the garage, you know, you, the you motherfucker know. in the garage. Yeah, yeah, the motherfucker in the garage. There <laughs> uh, ain't not like a good cup of coffee, man. There, no, that's oh. true. Uh, uh, thank you, Mister Wolf. It is a good cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice, Sean. No, it's you know. No. I know a lot of potato heads. Yeah, Dave Peterson. <laughs> I know a lot of potato heads. Dave, Dave Peterson also said, "My childhood is ruined." What are they going to call? What are they going to call it? Potato Head. That's what they're calling it. Potato Head. So they're including both. Okay, I, that's fine. You you want to get rid of the so surname? even even now, Potato Head's not generally correct. So we need to call Mister Mister Coffee Coffee. Like, uh, I don't give a fuck as long as it's in my cup. Okay. So yeah, you, I, I don't like. Yeah. Come on, I get it. Like, yeah, we need to change everything. I I think that's my thing. Like, I've been. Look, I, I'm I might be more liberal minded than I know. I'm definitely more liberal minded than Gary. This is, this is bullshit. And I think even Mike's more. Come on. The, uh, yeah, I might like. Yeah, you might be but, more liberal than me. But yeah. I, if if my coffee's brewing, it helps me wake up a half hour later. Who gives a fuck? Whether it's Mister or Missus Coffee, I don't. Yeah, care. But you know what? At the same time, are we changing Missus Jemima? To just Jemima? Oh, no, no, she's it's Aunt Jemima. You're thinking Mrs. Butterworth. Aunt Jemima. Okay. Well, Mrs. Well, Butterworth. 
Aunt yeah, Jemima is the same thing, though. No, she's Aunt, already in, Butterworth. Uh, Aunt Jemima is a different story. Well, Aunt Jemima is a different story. There's, there's the. There's, she's there's already a, at the historic. Yeah, Aunt, a, Aunt Jemima is already gone. No, no, there was a different. There was a backstory to Aunt Jemima, so I, I kind of get I that. Get right, the backstory. But Wait what about Mrs. Butterworth? Butterworth? But Mrs. But Mrs. Butterworth, we need to do cut off her tits and say Butterworth, Butterworth yeah. syrup. She's a big ass titties, dude. There's like a there's like a quarter ounce of fucking syrup that hangs in her titties. You're gonna get rid of those titties? You might as well lower the price of that syrup. Who is she? Who is she to say she's worth butter? Uh, apparently not. Oh uh, yeah, fuck her too. You got it all over my fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> Look again I though. Just, you're, you're cutting off a fucking half ounce of fucking syrup out of her titties. So, I just want my coffee. That's all. And that big ass booty she's got. You're gonna cut that out too. You're gonna make no, her flat. You're gonna call her Butterworth Flapjack Syrup, Flapjack fucking ass and titties. If it's pink inside, I'm hitting it. <laughs> but it's not. It's a, it's a, it's a glass bottle. It's I'm a glass still fucking. I'm still fucking it. <laughs> uh, I gotta tell my, you guys, my children gotta go somewhere. <laughs> Look at Mike holding his head. We are in February. You're gonna, you're gonna, like, use, you're gonna use it like you're gonna have, you know, some some waffles with it afterwards. I gotta, too? I gotta be honest, guys. We are in February, not even through February. We have more so, so studio. We have more best of material than I think I had through the first six months of last year. Really? Like uh, I got uh, a half a like a half a page of shit. It's ridiculous. Anyway, and I got uh I got one more. Um, and this one I figured I'd save for last because it's going to take the longest. I am not drunk, man. You trying to make Well, uh, I don't know, Tiger. I don't know, Tiger Woods. Uh, oh. Where are you? I don't know. So Tiger Woods was in a one-car uh, accident. <laughs> the car flipped over. Apparently, Multiple times, right? I'll say, yeah. It, it And they needed the jaws of life to uh, get him out of the uh, out of the truck. The last time it was an accident that bad, he was getting chased by his ex-wife with a dog. It wasn't that right. <laughs> so immediately, and, and I'm just going to say this. Immediately. Tiger would, Tiger would if he could. <laughs> first, the first thing I thought of was uh, he just had a back surgery. Again, his fifth back surgery. So, oh, no. Was he on painkillers again? Then, you oh. he, But then you hear that the um, – the area you know where what? he, the area where he got the accident in, is a highly uh, dangerous area. High, you know, highly dangerous area where accidents occur, and there was no skid marks. There was nothing, um, and also, I, uh, I don't was, feel sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for anybody that makes a million dollars. Fuck, uh, fuck them, dude. Come on, man. I, I just don't feel I, sorry I, you for know, him. Why? Because they're. Ta- uh, I disagree with that, dude. They're still a human being, man. I, you know, I, I don't mean to get deep here, but like. I disagree with that. Dude, if fucking Nick Foles died tomorrow, would you feel bad? Oh, come on. Gary's drunk. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? English, right. that, that, oh, shot, dude, that shot did him in. We knew it was going to happen. I'm going to do but, another one. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm missing these fucking... Hold on, before you continue... There's so many things here I'm missing. Life mission to carry on a Sharpie and paint a stash on every potato head. That's Dave Peterson. He also said, I don't know how to shots well. So I guess he's drinking. And then he also said, talk about throwing Tiger under the bus. Now, I'm not throwing Tiger under the bus. So that's what I'm trying to get at. Um, you heard, also heard that it happened early in the morning. 
Like Wait four, a minute. Like four in the morning. So, so like, oh, shit. Minute. He was only. If, if it's just a regular individual, your your neighbor three doors up, and my, your neighbor does the same thing. That's not news. This is only news because it's Tiger Woods. Sure. I don't even know what the news is. He hasn't even told the damn story yet to figure out what the news is. Well, no, that, car, that car looked bad, Mike. No, it was pretty. It, it was bad, dude. Yeah, and he's bad. he's in bad shape. I mean, he's in really yeah. bad shape right now. I, I yeah, don't yeah. I don't think he plays again. Um, I mean, they basically had to fuse his leg together. Oh, they, wow. had to both they had to both cut, cut him out of the car. Yeah, the, like they had to take pieces and like fuse it together to put a leg back together. His both his legs are completely broken, and his ankle, his one ankle, is completely shattered. Uh, and it's his right ankle too, which is his power. You know, his power ankle. He, I, I, I don't think he plays again. I guess the eighteen majors, like Ryan said right off the bat, I guess he's not reaching eighteen majors. Yeah, you know, and he might not. And that's so crazy. I mean, it, it's he was such a shoe in for it. But anyway, yeah. So, so the other thing too is that it was early in the morning. It was like four in the morning, so people were like, well, "Why is well, he out at four in the morning?" Right. Well, apparently, it, it, immediately. <laughs> Yeah, he's popping Percocet. I, I can't. I'm just gonna put it up there. You guys can read it if you want. <laughs> oh, fucking Peterson with the fucking zingers tonight. Oh shit! I was Wheel of Woods. <laughs> fucking what the fuck? <laughs> That, that there's a wheel of fortune, I'll tell you what. Over the line! <laughs> <laughs> what a story of our show. So he was, he was actually, I was thinking, oh, fuck, all night bender, you know, whatever. No, he was, he was actually heading to a, a shoot at a, at a club. Um, he was actually heading at to a. At 4 o'clock in the fucking morning? It was an early shoot, I guess. You know, I don't know. He was meeting up with a couple of baseball players. I forget who it was. Yeah, it was an event. It was a, it was a, 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 a filming of something. They were doing some kind of thing. So, yeah. So there was enough alibis to say, yeah, he was. We were filming early and we were setting up and all this stuff. So, I, you know, what the hell happened? Some then? kind of function or something. So, I mean, he. Who knows? Maybe he's just waking up. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he but, fell asleep at the wheel or something. Yeah. So, uh, you know. I saw all the memes, you know, fucking, you know, uh, uh, what's his face, Forrest Gump with the legs, and you know, here's your new legs and all that shit and and uh, all this. But th- th- the truth of the matter is, man, you know, I can't dance. And you know, it's ironic because I I, I did want to talk about the Tiger Woods documentary. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. see it yet. All right, so we're gonna save that. It's called Tiger, right? It's called Tiger. I'm just gonna say this. Um, wow. The reason why I came to the assumptions I did is because I, I I watched that documentary about two weeks ago and I didn't realize how fucked up things were. Did he uh, have a substance abuse problem? Yes, he did. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, read it. I love this guy. Read it. This, this guy. <laughs> Paint his chair green and push him down a fairway. See if it hits the green. <laughs> Talk about smashing in the rough. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. 
I don't, I don't want to laugh. Man. That's fucking great. That comment makes the entire show. Oh. That, that's the name of the show, Smashed in the Green. <laughs> See, we should have did this earlier before Gary got ripped. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Flyers. I, I like <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't forget, we got the uh, – right. we still got this, too. Oh, yeah, I'm, I, we got it. We got it. So, real quick, uh, those who watched uh, the, the Flyers last week, uh, last uh, Sunday, that was a that the game wasn't fun, but Lake Tahoe playing in Lake Tahoe, that was pretty amazing, man. That was that was a fun game to watch. That that, that environment, um, seeing the people kind of in the boat and and you know watching the game and anchored down and hanging out and blowing the horn when someone scored a goal, that was a lot of fun. That was that was a that was, was that was a great environment. It's a shame that the Flyers look the Flyers were shorthanded, severely shorthanded. But there has there there's become a, a concern coming out of that sort of. Gary, uh, very much so. And there's uh, a, our beloved goaltender Carter Hart. I mean, what 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 is going on? Is it is there a reason for concern? Is there a reason for worry? Well, yeah, but get, they? But they have a record that's above 500, and they have the second most shots against in the league. They only have and four the, losses. They're like nine, four, and three, or something like that. I, I forget well, they are. That's yeah. seven losses. I hate that four losses bullshit. It, you lose an overtime. They're nine, lot. four, and three, Michael. Right, it's seven losses. The right. overtime losses count. It's the goals that he's letting in. That's that's what bothers yeah, me. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, they, they're giving up more shots than anybody else, and they yeah, still they are getting so. peppered with shots. You're right, Mike. So and and they don't even sh- and they they have the least amount of shots in the league. And again, they're still like, so I, I haven't watched the games as, as intently as you guys have, but well, you is, just ain't had time, right? Is he, um, is he letting up only soft goals and making spectacular saves? I mean, he's obviously doing something right in some of them. I, I I'm just wondering. I, I, I mean, there, there there's goals that should be made. There's saves that should be made, Mike, that aren't. Right. And then there's goals that how the fuck did he make that save? You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, there's there's concern. Am I worried? No, because I feel the kid will get back to form. I, right. And with with the COVID protocol, he he's been shorthanded, but that's that's not an excuse. He he has to he has to step up. He has to be the guy that says I don't care what's going on with the team. I don't care what's going on around me. I have to make that save. No, and, and, but 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 to Mike's point, I mean, he's 100% right. When you're allowing a lot – look, percentages. Just play the percentage game. When you're facing more shots, you're going to give up more goals. I mean, it's it's basic science, and we're going to get to science in a little bit. Um, it's basic well, science. I like science. And, yeah, uh, you know, who doesn't? Um, <laughs> the, anti, the anti-vaxxers don't like science. Fucking, yeah, well, fucking freaks. Um, as long as it ain't science, and fucking what? <laughs> uh, <Tiger laughs> we don't want no science in Tiger Woods' car. I didn't say signs. I didn't say signs. You know, turn right. 
Uh, ignore those. <laughs> Let's ignore those. Let's just go right through them. He turned left when he thought it said turn right. <laughs> it's true. Has <laughs> GPS tried to kill him? Yeah, don't that uh, chip bag know what yield means? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but no, it, it's, I'm not concerned. I, look, he's he's 20. Hey, uh, hey, this sounds a lot, uh, you know, a lot f- uh, uh, like a, were... a, a, a player that we used to talk about a couple years ago. Um, he's 22 years old. The same thing happened with Bob Broski. And what did uh, they do to ben him? Ben Simmons. Like, I'm thinking of Ben Simmons. Like, everyone trashed Ben Simmons. He was 22. You know, he's still young. Yeah. Carter Hart is 22 years old. I Look, agree with you, Sean. But when you're a goal, when you're a goaltender, if if there's a problem and and you're you're losing and you're struggling, who's getting the blame? Your goaltender. It's a combination of things, dude. The, the, their defense, and I agree that that's true. The goalie they need defensive help. Absolutely. To me, it seems like they they them losing. Niskanen. 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 Yeah. I always get saying I'm Niskanen mixed up. For some oh wait a minute. Yeah. They, they right had here. six of their starters were out too, Mike. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking like their their defensive problems have been going on well before the COVID thing. Mm-hmm. They need defensive help. They yeah. haven't been able to replace Niskanen, and they need at least one defenseman. Right. I two. agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. The their the signing of the the guy is kind of lived oh, up to Gustafson. Yeah, Gustafson's lived up to what he's you know he's basically love, a clone of Ghostbeer. I love that guy. Gustafson. He, he well, I'm, I'm sure that he's he's great on the, on the power, power play. play. He's great on the power play, but he's he's not the he's not the best defensive defenseman. Mm-hmm. No, it gives up. He gives up a lot of fucking. Uh, um, uh, he gives he gives shit up. Today, Junior. He causes a lot of turnovers. Oh, this is great. But on the on the power play, the guy is solid. Yeah. 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 No, he is. I'm I'm not look. I, I'm fucking ripped. Yeah, I, <laughs> we could tell. That shot the gym. We can. We should have talked flyers earlier so that Gary could be No, it's I I agree, man. I I I'm not worried about it though. I'm not worried about Carter Hart. I think he's gonna be fine. I think everything's you know. I think he's he's just going through it. He's got a tough uh, tough crowd around him. Although the one thing though. You're kind of not seeing this with um, oh, Elliot. Elliot, yeah, you're not seeing it with Elliot as much. You know, Elliot, Elliot's kind of yeah doing okay. So yes. there are things. Yes. I, you know, I, at some point, I want to get I want to get um, Jason Martinez back on with us again soon. Because my there- concern, my concern here, Sean, is, is it's a it's a shortened season. It's less games projected to play, and you you. Losses, you, you got to be careful with your losses because of your losses. Oh yeah, gonna, oh yeah, you can't. You, it's it's going to hurt. You have a very small window. There's only four teams out of that yeah. division that can make it right, and and the way that the divisions are set up, it's four teams and that's it. Uh, right. there, there's no competing against the other divisions to see the top eight. It's right. your division. That's it. So, so you, in the month of March, that's 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 key for the Flyers. The month of our, month of month of March. Is going to determine what they're going to be able to do. I, I tell you what, if if uh, AV sees that this continues, I he's going to pull him. Yeah, and Elliot's going to be the guy because the bottom line is you got to make the playoffs. Yes, I, and 
man, I I don't want to see that happen to the kid. You know, dude, we we've had enough turmoil in this city with with our young talent. I can't I can't do it. Right <laughs> Especially goaltending. I I just think it's I I'm not worried about it I, I'm just not so I, I was gonna say I want I want to have Martinez on at some point soon because I want to talk to him about uh, Carter Hart's position because to me I see Carter uh, doing a lot of crouching a lot more than I ever saw him do before he's he's ducking down a lot more and it's almost like is he like anticipating something that's not happened does he not trust his defense. <coughs> So maybe maybe next week maybe I'll work on seeing if I can get I, Jason on. So because I, I, I want to talk he, about it with him, he's over evaluating the the goal percentage, the save percentage. That's what I think he's doing. I don't think he gives a fuck about numbers. I think the only number he cares about is yeah, how many goals he, he gives. No, he doesn't. The only yeah. the only number he cares oh, about is what how many goals he, he doesn't give a fuck about a save percentage. I think he cares about how many goals he lets in. Hey, shit, we got three well, goals. That, I better not let more in than that. That's all I he mean, cares that, about. Dude, that's he's a part of your percentage, Sean. He doesn't care about save percentage. Okay, next. Now go home and get your fucking shine dude, box. He doesn't give a fuck. Who gives? Dude, none of these fucking players give a fuck about this, man. Uh, all right, so uh, let's do some corner pop popcorn, <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna uh, do a, something else to to wrap up the show tonight. So it should be pretty fun. All right, top ten movies of 1976. Ten, nine, eight. Number 10 in 1976. I thought I did 76. No, you did 75. Trust me. Hey, fuck, Mike. Pay attention. Midway. Midway was number 10. Yeah. Wow. Silver Streak made 51.1 million. That's a lot of money back in 76. You know, I'm disappointed. I haven't heard from Mark because he would love this list. I actually just watched this the other night. The Bad News Bears, <laughs> the original Bad News Bears was uh, Tatum O'Neal, uh, $42.3 million. Who was their coach? That was Walter Matthau. Yes. Yeah. That was a good movie, man. The original yes. Bad News Bears is great. Dude, uh, this is a great list. Carrie, the horror oh. movie, Carrie. Nice. What's that, seven? Yeah. That's, uh, that's uh, yeah, seven. $33.8 million dollars. Uh, Carrie hey, made, made that much. What, what was her name? What's the bit? Carrie Fisher? No, no, it's um, Sissy Sp- Spacek. Sissy Spacek. Yeah, that was her, right? Yeah. Talk about a bloody pig. Uh, <laughs> well, literally. <laughs> she was you a fat out. bitch! You fat bitch! All the president's men, number six. Another Dude, one, hey. seventy seventy point six minutes. Dude, this is a great list. Damn. A movie that was remade, and actually, I never saw the original. I heard it was pretty good because of the, the cast that was in it. The, the original, the remake was fantastic. A Star is Born. A Star uh, is Born, uh, yeah. So you you didn't see the one with Lady Gaga and fucking... No, no, I saw the remake. I didn't see I didn't see the original. I, it's I, very good, man. That's, that's fucking Chris Christopherson. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. Uh, uh, what the fuck's that animal's name? <laughs> I can't think of her name. That animal. <laughs> anyway, Chris Christopherson was in it. What a Very, fucking jetpack! <laughs> <laughs> if you if you seen the remake, watch the original. Uh, fuck. All right, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Number four, 
fucking animal. Robert De Niro. Hold on. Are you talking to me? Talking Are you, to you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Jodie Foster, Robert De Niro. Hello? Taxi driver? Yeah, there you go. Taxi driver. Fuck, dude. I got to be honest. Wow. It's really not a good movie. It's really not it, a good. It, it's not a good movie. It's really. It's it's it's, it's boring. It's, it's yeah. It's a psychological movie. It's dated. It's not very good. I, I got to be honest. It's well acted. You, you see, in a life, the life of a taxi driver and how he unravels. And you the last, the, the last ten minutes is is the best part of the movie. It's like a fucking basketball game. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Yeah, it's a very slow burn. It's it's you know what? I got nothing better to do. Is raining out? I'll watch Taxi Driver. I got I, maybe that's an unpopular opinion. I think it's overrated. Number three. So there was one horror movie. <laughs> Tate Peterson said, "Well, got Reagan shot." <laughs> I thought that was a catcher in the rye. No, that's that's John Lennon. Same oh. same year, I think, right? Same year. Yeah. Uh this movie made sixty point nine million dollars. Sixty point nine. The omen. The omen hmm. was number three. Wow. Number two, it was a it was a uh, supposed to be the re the rehash of a series, the rehash of a thing, and it did pretty well. Because there was actually a remake in the late 80s, a direct sequel to King Kong. King Kong oh. was number two. Um, Interesting. <laughs> who starred in it? I'm trying to uh, – shit, who, who was in the 76? I'll have to look it up. Who was in the 76? It's, it's Wasn't people, that Faye Dunaway? No, no, um, no, you're thinking of Faye Ray. Faye right? Because Faye Ray was in the 1933. Um, Back that far? Yeah, 1933 was Faye Ray. Holy 1976, shit. King Kong. Let's see. Um, <laughs> it's people we know. It's it's Jessica Lang. 1976, Je- Mike. Jeff Bridges and Jessica Lang. King Jessica Lang, isn't she the one that's in all the horror, American Horror Story now? Yes, and she was, wasn't she the one that was in um, Driving Miss Daisy? I think that was her too, right? Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. <sighs> Any guesses on number one? 1976. Uh, blowout. Nope. 76. Oh, this is, as soon as I as soon as I knew I was doing 76, I knew what number one was. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, bicentennial year. Think about the city we're in. Oh man, you guys are disappointing me. There it is. Dave. Oh, You shit. guys fucking let me down. It fucking was rock. fucking Rocky. Rocky wow. was number one of nineteen seventy six. I before I, I before I, I I had the year, I was like, oh, I know it's gonna be on the top ten. I didn't know it was gonna be number one. Sean, don't you, say, don't you dare say anything negative about that. I don't have anything negative to say. I haven't already said it's a fucking fake art. No, I, I, I'll say this. The first Rocky was a good movie. The first Rocky is a great movie. It's a lot of fun. It's the underdog story. It's just blown out of proportion. Low, low budget. Where every fucking time is Philadelphia's on a national fucking stage. It's fucking Rocky. The fucking fake oh, ass God. fucking. Oh, yeah. You know, fuck. come on. Come on. Get the fuck out of here with that. Do you think every time there are games in Tampa Bay, they're talking about Hulk Hogan because he lives there? I mean, shut the fuck up. 
with this shit. Enough. <laughs> All right, so honorable mentions, there aren't many. Uh, Marathon Man. Uh, you got yeah. the Outlaw, uh, Josie Wales. You got Gator. You got the Pink Panther Strikes Again, because you had Pink Panther last, last yeah, week, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doll Day Aft- Afternoon stuck around. Mm-hmm. Silent Movie. That's basically it. That's that's your list. So, but I tell you what, that's the. I still haven't seen Dog Day Afternoon. I still got to see that. Yeah, you got to see it. So I got I got to be honest. Um, all right, so I'll, uh, Dave said this though. The first Rocky painted Phil in a different light. And I tell you what, for coming out late in the year and becoming the top movie, mm-hmm. uh, came out in November. Came out Thanksgiving weekend of that year. That's impressive. That's very impressive of uh, for a movie to, to the rank number one after yeah. coming out in November. Um, yep. um, I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, uh, uh, yeah, the top ten, the top ten. I think that was the best top ten we've had so far doing the bo- uh, corner pop popcorn. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's a pretty solid top ten. Yeah. So. Nothing uh, I heard of. I and we got uh, one more segment, and uh, Mike's got a list here, and and uh, maybe you should tell the people. So this is the most hated, most hated bands of all time, according to science. So I'll read kind of what they said about it. It says, ask anyone what band they think is the most hated. 99% of them will say the name of the top band on the list. Mm-hmm. Now ask them to make a list of the top 10 most hated bands. Makes them a little more interesting, doesn't it? Well, one website used science and math to determine the most hated bands of all time. They created an algorithm based on the uh, things like the most hated list, message board, and articles. It came up with the top or bottom 21. Hmm. So this is the top or bottom 21 most hated bands according to science. Algorithms, yes. polls, all kinds of shit. Yeah, this, this so somebody gonna... went through all kinds of stuff to figure this out. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. So I, I guess you, you could say that these aren't going to be like variants that you haven't heard of. There isn't uh, any pop bands in here. It's it's mainly it's, kind of it's like rock more bands. of a rock and roll type thing. Okay. All right. So okay. we'll start out with Linkin Park. See, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I know that a band. Nobody else did it. <laughs> I know that a band that I know and love is going to be on this list. I already know who they are because it is what it is. Um but uh, Lincoln Park, twenty-one. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. It, it, I know that Lincoln Park's known as the rich kids. You know, a little bit of a whiny voice, I guess. I that's, mean, I don't know. That's some bullshit. I. I they. Just, uh, nah, nah, nah. I mean, I, I, yeah. I get it. I, I'm not surprised. I can't say I'm surprised about any of this. But you know, Lincoln Park. Okay. All right. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I was a little surprised. The next one, I think you'll agree with. I mean, I like them; they're catchy, but I don't, I don't really know why they're on the list. I didn't think that they were popular enough or really kind of relevant enough to be on it. The Spin Doctors. Really? Yeah. How about when they played the parking lot at BJ's and offered yeah. free memberships? It yeah. was, it was them in uh, three days. Three, uh, what the fuck was the third eye blind? Third eye blind. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, I guess this next one may make sense in just oversaturated, overplayed Nirvana. 
I see it. Okay. I, I, I think... Okay, so I, I get what this list is based off of, right? It's algorithms. It's all this shit, right? The majority of the people who who base, who who are uh, creating this environment are people who weren't alive during the grunge era. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know how you can I, hate Nirvana. Like, they change. And there's... Can, can you just say yes or no? Are the Beatles on this list? They are not. Okay. Because a lot of people, not. I would have thought, I would have thought that too, because they're the most oversaturated. People were like, "Oh, they're fucking yeah. fuck the Beatles," because you didn't yeah. know what they were like when they were coming around, and that fucking bothers me so much. Like, how dare you disrespect the band? There isn't change music isn't like too that. Many, there isn't too many from that era. There's a couple, but there isn't too many from that particular people hate, era. People hate the Foo Fighters and they grow. I'm like, how can you, how can you right. say I hate them? Like, ah, oh, they're overplayed. Okay, they're overplayed. Fine. There's. So is Zeppelin. So is fucking Pink Floyd. They're all replayed yeah. too. But how can you say you hate them? All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't I, get it. Maybe uh, they don't think his voice. Maybe the the musical. They they didn't have. They weren't the most intricate band. They were simpler riffs. Nirvana was simple. Yeah, they were. But they were so. Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Um. Like I said, I knew that this was going to build off some things. I, it's a shame that Ryan's not here because I know Ryan would have a lot of input on these two. Um, the next on the list is Rush. Fuck Ryan. Fuck Ryan. Have Rush, I actually understand um, because Rush is a musician's band. Rush is a band that you have to. Uh... <laughs> Dave says, "Well, Nirvana did record a song called Rate Me.' Kind of goes with the theme tonight." <laughs> um. Rush, I can kind of understand. Rush is a musician's band, and a lot of people just can't sit through 10 minutes of that. Yeah, and, and the I, prog I, rock, the, the yeah, whole kind of yeah. long... I, look, I, I didn't like Getty Lee's voice, but I appreciated the musicianship of that band. That's kind of what I was wondering. I wondered, you know, if Getty Lee's voice kind of yeah. moves the people off. Yeah. It's another one that's uh, going to hit a nerve. Number 17's Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's the same. I think it's the same thing that, that people were just. It's an oversaturation thing. Dave Peterson says Neil Peart was the greatest drummer. I, I I'm not going to argue with that. Dude. I, Dave, I, Dave, I Neil Peart was a fantastic drummer. I, I'm I'm wondering if it's it's Eddie Vedder's voice. A lot of people don't like Eddie Vedder's voice. Maybe yeah. there's a little bit of pretentiousness. I don't know if the Ticketmaster debacle had something to do with it. Well, see, I think that people should be happy about that. You would have thought, yeah. Right. I mean, he was trying to fight the good fight. Um, maybe the fact that they started heavier and then kind of toned it down a little bit, maybe they kind of went what some people might call mainstream, might have pissed some people off. I don't know. All right. Next band, I, I don't mind them, but I think the guys are pieces of shit. Kiss? Oasis. I... Hate the rain and sunny See, weather. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I, I, yeah, I agree. Are they the ones that said something like, you know, that the brothers hate each other? Away from, like, yeah, they did. Better bands like us or something. But how can you? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't get that either. I, 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 I we set some good songs. I, I, I don't hate Oasis. Like, who hates Oasis? Ugh, fuck right. them. Unless because they thought they were Beatles ripoffs. Right. The Beatles ripoffs would definitely be something. The, the guy got in the bar fights all the time. And, right. Yeah. You know, so, 
So, of all the bands that we just named, this next one actually probably surprises me more than all. And again, this is one that, you know, if Ryan were here, um, spit it out already, boy. He'd be freaking out. Corn. What? What? Jeez, I. Uh, I don't get it. Like, I don't. I, I don't know. Like, they're. The rap rock? Maybe people didn't like the. All right. Is Lip Biscuit on this list? Uh, yes. All right. That might be why. The whole rap rock thing turned a lot of people off. So, okay. I'll, okay. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of. All right. Number 14, Sean. You already know what this one is. You said that they were going to be on it. Go ahead, tell me who it is. Metallica is number 14 on the list. Yeah. So, I hate it, man. because... I'm gonna, I'm gonna I kind of like I, I don't agree with it, but I I understand the al- how the algorithm can pick up on it. Oversaturated, and because they're popular, and the same thing with Corn, the same thing with a lot of these bands that we've listed. Here's the thing, um, I I know. How many arguments have you gotten into? About oh yeah, Metallica? oh yeah, absolutely. So you, you Here, get here's, here's what I'll say. Um, I know what it's like to be a Yankees fan. When you're the greatest, it's it's easy to be hated. That's all I'm gonna say. That's how I feel as a Metallica fan. So fuck well, you. Well, you know what? So fuck it's, you. It's it's Mike. The hard. Black Sabbath is Black Sabbath on that list. We'll find out. We'll wait and see. So the hardcore metalheads, they don't like them. Right? Because they, oh, oh, after the first four albums, they suck. And then yeah, the, the Napster, albums, the Napster like, thing didn't help them. But it didn't, it didn't matter, too. dude. Like it, it doesn't I matter mean, when you're a band that's been around a long time and you're popular and you're played on the radio. People are gonna hate you. I mean, it's just the way it is. So, yeah. I, all I know is that every fucking show I go to, it's sold out, and there's fucking people. <laughs> no, it's the truth though. And the same thing could be said for bands I hate. I hate fucking Kiss. I hate Kiss with a passion. However, right. however. Those fans are dedicated, and that place. They're great concert, man. They've they're had fucking 17 great. fucking farewell shows. Well, you can name like all of these bands. All these bands sell <laughs> right. out. Right. You know, you have to be, you have to be popular. To be exactly. That's how. That's what I'm saying. Now I know what it's like to be a Yankees fan. All right. So and everything about you. Yep. So. Number 13, Sean, I'll let you comment on this, is The Doors. Yeah, I fucking love the fact <laughs> that they're on this list. I fucking hate The Doors. I hate The Doors with a Why? passion. Come on, what's the next one? Why do I hate Why do I hate The no, Doors? No, we got to talk about these, Gar. No, why, do, why do I hate The Doors? Yeah. Just because you're drunk and you want to go to bed doesn't mean that, you know, the rest no, of I, I, I like The Doors. I, I understand. Hate. I like the doors too, but I want Sean to say why he hates the doors. I hate the, the doors one. because they're drawn out. Because I just don't get now. Again, this this is unfair. But the, I I because I said this earlier. But this is the bias against Nirvana and Pearl Jam and Metallica and bands like that who changed music and got the airplay. The Beatles. Um, this is probably the same thing to do it. I just, I never got the whole, <laughs> see, I, I just got, you hate, you hate crazy Jim, really? Yeah. I, I, look, Jim Morrison was a, a good songwriter. Uh, same thing for Bob Dylan. 
I think Bob not- Dylan is a fantastic songwriter. I, I appreciate what he did. I just I can't get into it. And and the, the Doors and Bruce Springsteen and I'm I have a feeling there's others on this list that I'm in the same that are going to be on this list that I'm going to be like yep same thing. I never got into them. I can't feel I don't feel the music. I don't feel the music. I don't need to be on. I don't feel. I don't feel the need that I need to to drop a, a hit of acid to listen to your music and feel good about it. I mean, I guess I could. I can. <laughs> I mean, I like them, but I can understand stuff like light my fire with the organ playing for a while. I hate just the kind organ. of like. I hate the organ. Unlike Jim Morrison. I mean, waiting for the sun. Oh. Nah. Waiting. I mean, like, Ryder, <laughs> waiting. Hold on. Let's do fifteen waiting. minutes of. This is the end. This yeah. is the, get the you fuck out of here! Shut the fuck up with the, that. Uh, the best song, Roadhouse Blues, great song. Uh, Riders uh, on the Storm's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. They're, they have a couple good songs. <laughs> no, no, no. And again, they have a couple good songs, but I, like they're they're all my top five most hated bands, but they're not number one. I hope. I hope. Okay, go ahead. All right, number twelve. I actually kind of agree with this one. Green Day. I agree with that. Uh, Dave, no, Pink Floyd is not on my top five list. Uh, I, I hate it, bands. No, absolutely not. I like Pink Floyd. Uh, Green Day, um, and I know that I'm con- contradicting myself because Pink, a lot of people think that when you listen to Pink Floyd, you need to be – no, but Pink Floyd no, – I actually, no, you don't. I actually feel that Pink Floyd had good musicians. <laughs> Green, Day on the, Green Day, on the other hand, I agree. I, Green Day is completely overplayed, and they do three chords, and they're out. And they tried to they tried to uh, evolve, and but it's I bite so, my lips and close my eyes. It's so phony. They're the fakest punk band that's, that ever it, existed. That's what it is. It's Billy, Billy Joe is not punk. He's not British. He's, he tries to be this British punk. He's not. He's not anything like it. And, We're a bunch of rebels. Like get the fuck out of here. Like the, the, when when they became famous with Dookie and the video when they're walking down the street Dookie. and you got the the weirdo with the fucking eye, the 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 bass player. Punching hey, walls, hey, punching, hey, punching walls makes, and shit. Like, get the fuck out of here with that. He makes yeah. more money than we do. Yeah, fuck him. So, next what? one is. What are we at? Top Cold 10 yet? We're we in top 10. Nah, this is 11. Cold Coldplay. Play. Completely agree. I I'm fucking, I'm fucking hammered. I hate that. It's true. I hate, I hate Coldplay. Coldplay. I like some of Coldplay stuff. I can understand some of the other stuff that with Coldplay. Yellow was the first song I heard, and I didn't think that they were that bad. And then the next how's song, that, how, how's it, how's that song go? It's actually like Coldplay. they actually use electric guitars. It's like one of the few songs they use. Yeah. Um, I, I, a bold stay. Next. A little... <laughs> Why bold stay? Yeah, fucking bold stay. Yeah, I hear what. Gary's adding a ton of good Look commentary. At See how they shine for you and all the things uh, you do. Bleh. It was all yellow. Bleh. I actually didn't hate that song, believe it or not, because I was like, all right, it's something a little different. All right. Were you, getting, were you getting laid when you heard that song? Yeah, I was, actually. Yeah. Oh, that, then that's why you didn't bother it yeah. so much. Yeah. All right, we've moved into the top ten. Everything's, right. easier when you, everything's easier when you're buzzing up. Uh, are you kidding me? Yeah. You got it all <laughs> over my shorts. <laughs> Number ten. Dave Matthews Band. I can believe that. Same thing with Pearl Jam. Now I'm not a Dave Matthews fan, 
but it's the, it's the cult. It's the cult thing because Pearl oh, Jam is a cult. They're, they're so good, man. Pro, pro, yeah, they're they're a band that you might love to hate. They're they're a jam band. They're so good. How about this? Look at this. Dave Peterson says about uh, Pink Floyd. Do you know to comfortably know him as a based off an issue Roger Waters had in Philly when he got ill and gave him drugs? I didn't know that. I I had no. f- I I knew that. I was under the impression that Comfortably Numb was about heroin. I thought it was about heroin, too. Yeah, heroin use. And maybe it is. But I didn't know it had anything cocaine. to do with Philly. Cocaine. Oh, it was cocaine? I thought it was heroin. That was yeah, heroin. When you're, when you're cocaine, uh, cocaine will make you feel numb. Uh, heroin I, won't. I thought heroin is a depressant. It makes you feel all fucking numb. And... No, it makes, you wanna get, it makes you all fucking down. makes you want to throw up. Well, that's why I thought numb would be that way. Yeah, I would have thought that. Like cocaine, oh. I thought got you all like have sped up. Just a little pinprick. Cool. Who's injecting? Yeah, who's, pinprick. Who, uh, yeah, it's, that's My hand felt like two balloons. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking it's heroin, not cocaine, man. All right. Well, you know, I'm not going to sit here and argue about it. Who gives a fuck? That fucking part of the show's over. Who's in? <laughs> Pink Floyd's not even on the fucking list. Who's Why are we talking about him? Uh, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad that Pink Floyd's on the list. But who's injecting yeah, cocaine with a fucking needle? That's not the 60s. All right. All right. You know what I mean? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said enough of his mouth. Flick that bean, yeah. So this is a band that we've flick, talked flick about that already needle. a bunch. Yep. Kiss. Yeah. Fuck Fuck you, Kiss. Fuck you, Kiss, you bunch of I'd fucking see, assholes. You don't like any of it, Joe? I fucking hate every fuck. Uh, baby wants a blast. Baby wants a rock and roll all night. Get the fuck she out of here. She wants a rock ride. She oh, wants a rock and ride. Detroit Rock City. Fuck you. Fuck you, yeah, Kiss. Yeah, I mean, I would, would you see him live? No. Yes, I did. No, you couldn't. You couldn't suck my dick and make me want to fucking go. Oh, really? You wouldn't go see? I was so gonna see him live. Peterson I mean, I, said, I "Beth, is, you know what? I, you know what, Beth? Okay, the song Beth isn't a bit. That is not a bad song because they actually show a little fucking uh, show. Yeah, they show a little emotion. They show a little uh, range. Every other fucking song is like, it's just it's so cookie cutter and boring to me. I, I just never understood." You come out and you spit blood and you have flames. You should be a badass band, not a bunch of fucking pussies. Pussies. Fucking right in the pussy. Come out like a bunch of pussies playing fucking three quarter rock. I don't, they're just, they're just they're just weak. They're just weak to me. They're weak. They're fucking weak. That's early seventies, bro. Weak. That's heavy rock from early. Yeah, there 70s. was other bands that were heavier than them in the early seventies, like Deep Purple and fucking Sabbath. Not this fucking pussy ass fucking Kiss band. Oh, I can't argue with that. Here, here we go. And you know what? The other one is. Yeah, Dan, they suck. Thank you, Dan. Gene, Gene Simmons is all about self promotion. He doesn't give a shit. Like everything that he does is the game. I'll tell you it's what. I wish I, I wish I had his tongue though. I mean, how how many double how many double platinum albums does Dilemma have? That's all I'm saying. Yo, why's he got to go there? Why's he got to go there? Why's he got to make it personal? <laughs> Yeah. What a fucking shit bag. <laughs> yeah, you should block him for your show tomorrow. Like, have everybody invite everybody, and then when he comes yeah, over. Yeah. Come By the way, anyone that's friends with me on uh, Facebook, I'm doing an acoustic thing on personal uh, friends with me on Facebook. Dave Peterson, friend me on Facebook. Uh, I'm doing an acoustic uh, little thing tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Anyone gives a fuck. Not Gary. Gary, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> the quarantine blues. 
Yeah, fuck Kiss. I'm glad. I'm, I, uh, yeah. I, I just wish I had Gene Simmons telling that fucking, you know what I mean? That's a long. Yeah. That's a cow tongue sewed on yeah, that, mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet she has a fucking 15-inch cock, too. Yeah, it's it's all drippy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Molly. <laughs> all right, so number eight. <laughs> Sean, I'll let you take this one, too. Radiohead. Mm. Uh, you know what? There's the, the majority of this list I have to fucking agree with. And the top ten is sounding really good so far. Radiohead. Fuck, fucking Radiohead. Dave Matthews Band, Kiss, and Radiohead. I got to be honest. Those three, I had no arguments with it. Well, they, all right, I'll say Dave this. Dave Matthews Band. David Matthews Band is good. They've, they're actually a good uh, group of musicians. They're they're talented musicians. I just never got into their music. Sounds like a fucking, uh, a fucking goat. I love but Radiohead, too, but I, I know I, that... There, there, there's two it's, songs by Radiohead that I can take, and the rest of them, I, I, I that fucking pompous ass fucking band. They, they think they're better than ever, and that, and see, my attitude towards Radiohead is why people don't like Pearl Jam, because Pearl Jam right. went against the system. So I, I get it, I get it. Well, that's Radio why these, again, that's Radiohead. why these, that's why these bands are on here because they've I, all, they, they've all struck a nerve somewhere. I just don't know. Why Radiohead is so beloved when I just don't think they have many good songs. I, I don't. What was, their, what, what was their hit? Creep. One hit. Creep, Radio oh. Police, or Karma Police, and uh, they had another song too. Uh, um, fuck the lead singer in the ass. That was the other song. Yeah, Karma Police, uh, Creep, and. Um, Christ, who was the one that. It was um, on okay. It was on the screen about Par- Paranoid Android. Paranoid Android, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They have three songs. They've been around for 30 years, and they have three fucking songs. Fucking nah, fuck that. Heroin junkie cocksucker. Don't leave me high. Don't leave me dry. Don't leave me high. That's all right. That that song isn't too bad either. But, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I, I When South Park did the, did the song about, uh, what the fuck was his name? Um, when Cartman was pranking a kid and he fed, fed his parents in a bowl of chili. <laughs> Remember that? Actually, actually, Dave, no relation. His name is Scott Peterson. Oh no, Scott Peterson is the dude who killed his daughter. Never uh, mind. Or or the cop that killed it's three Scott, wives. It's Scott something. Scott Parkinson something something like that. It's Scott something Peterson. close. Some, it's not Scott Peterson. No, it's not Peterson. Uh, uh, Lady Lacey Peterson was a pig. <laughs> I'm sure it's no relation to Dave. Not a relation you just wrote. <laughs> Scott something Scott something in, in South Park and he feeds his they have a chili cook off and he co- he kills it Cartman kills his fucking parents and puts it in the bowl of chili and he eats his bowl he makes him eat his own parents. But he also was crying because he wanted to meet Radiohead. And he's like, Oh, what a fucking pussy and they walk away from him. And it's really the guys from Radiohead do the actual voices like what a pussy, blah blah blah. It was like it was like pretty good. Anyway, go ahead, continue. I digress. I digress. So never interrupt in this segment, Sean. Let him finish. This is the whole point of this segment is to go off on this tangent. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Fucking Sean's always got out of his comment. He spoke it about an hour and a half ago, and then he tracked a shot at Jameson. (laughs) Sean and all his opinions. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? All right, number seven. I think we can agree on this one. None but love, brother. Fish. I, I I gotta be honest. 
I don't even know that much of Fish. I was going to say, I don't know if I've heard an entire song by You know what? I have. I've, I've heard like, like maybe one or two songs. That's all I want to want to be grateful Jerry's dead. That's what they are. Well, that's exactly what it is. And Grateful Dead probably I'm surprised they're not on this list for the same reason. Again, the whole jam band kind of Wait, they're not on this list? Grateful Dead is not on this list. Why you got something negative to say about Grateful Dead too, Sean? Yeah, they suck dead. Oh, yeah, I agree. They no, suck. They no, they don't. I hate Grateful Dead. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Driving that train, high on cocaine, keep yeah. dropping all that. Well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> that's perfect for this segment. Yep. <laughs> all right, so anything on fish? I mean, we don't really don't know nah, that much. I mean, jam band, kind of like just nah. play like you don't 13, only, only because... minutes of just like playing okay. jam. You know, I, I can't, I can't, in case it's, okay. it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feeling. That's true. Yeah, we talked about Nirvana like, you know, an hour ago. <laughs> it's okay. So Casey Boy, I, I, I want to get Casey Boy on the show at some point. Casey Boy from MM, WMMR, 93.3 WMMR here in Philly. That's Boy. who actually um, this list came from. They were talking about this. Really? Yeah. Dude, he, I'm sure he went off about that. He, I, I think he probably, like, understood it. Same like, thing with me and Metallica. Like, like, you know how much I love Metallica. Like, fuck, I got two Metallica tattoos. I right. love Metallica, but I, I understand it. I get it. Like I said, it's like I, I get what it's like to be a Patriots and Yankees fan when you're the best. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right, number six, Sean, you mentioned them earlier, Bob Dylan. <laughs> terrible mumbling voice. <laughs> it's a hurricane. Great songwriter. I'm in the basement worrying about the government. Government taking my kind of cheese. Yeah, I, 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 great songwriter. I can't argue with that. And this may be the worst band on the list, in my opinion. Hold on, Mumford and Sons. Ooh, you would have never guessed it. Oh, I'm glad. Good, good. That's yeah. great. That's what fantastic. You, you don't want to know. Tell me one song they song. They're like this. They're like a fucking folk, like a like folk, folky, like a folk indie string band. String banjo that made it big, dude. Oh my god, I can't stand it. the sound of that fucking band. Just makes me fucking. Irk. Yeah, I turn them off every time. Please tell me Bon Jovi's on this fucking list, Mike. Fuck. Not, All right. Dude. God damn it. How's Bon Jovi not on this list? No jump on Bon Yeah, that's right. actually one of the surprises. I, I have three people that I'm surprised aren't on the list. All right. Bon Jovi's one of them. Yeah. I have another one, too, in mind. Cool. This one is, um, I, I can understand, interesting, kind of in that scene, Pearl Jam, Metallica, Ilk. Uh-huh. You, too. Uh, 100% can totally see why they're on this list. I like you, too, but they do have that sellout. Um. South Park once said Look, they South have, Park can relate to a bunch of things. They haven't done anything. Now again, this is the whole because I'm not a fan of them, and this is why people don't make, like Metallica and the same thing. They haven't done anything good since Act Two and Baby, and even Act Two and Baby was a turnoff to a lot of people because it, it changed. They completely changed their sound. They mm. went from you know Rattle and Hum and Joshua Tree, which are two fantastic albums. To Act Two and Baby, where they went ra- very, very much radio friendly pop, 
And 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 look, Metallica never went pop. Let's be honest. I don't care if give a fuck who you are. Don't tell me that Metallica went pop. They never went pop. Um, but you two went the whole route of we're gonna make popular songs. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we get airplay on VH1, and they did that with that album. And and went yeah, Dave Peterson said they just went mainstream too much. And I'll never forget when I was a kid, my mom used to go to all kinds of concerts. And she took, I will never, and as a kid, I'm like, what? I will never see you two again. And I was disappointed by that. And she's like, oh, he thinks he's cooler than the world. No connection to the audience. He had his shades on the entire time. And as a kid, I was like, that's stupid. And I remember seeing live, and I've seen live like 14, 15 times. And they, over the last four or five times I saw them, they would come out with shades on. And I was like, Immediately, I'm like, what a pompous ass move! Yeah, like in, in the first like three, four songs, they're not they're wearing glasses. And actually, the, right. the one guitar player, okay, even the one guitar player wears it the whole time. He wears glasses the entire time. And I just, I just think that's it, first of all, you're not that cool. Mm-hmm. You're indoors. There's lights on. I get it. Unless you have fucking some medical condition, right? Um. And apparently Bono claims he has glaucoma or something. Like, uh, whatever. Get the fuck out of here. He's wearing them fucking shades. Fuck out of here. You're doing it for an image because you were fine in 88 when you were fucking making your bones. You know what I mean? Right. Um, that whole that whole thing pisses me off. You lose connection with your audience when you do shit like that. And yeah. um, you don't know if they're That's... looking at, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so, again, South Park, they said that they're very giving like really big philanthropists, mm-hmm. but sure. come across as like complete big douchebags. The, the biggest, the biggest turd. Yeah. The biggest, exactly. the, the biggest, uh, you're the biggest piece of shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it was. It was the whole, uh, uh, it was uh Randy Marsh took the biggest dump ever and he got beat out by Bono. <laughs> Cause Bono was, Bono was the biggest <laughs> piece of shit in the world. Dude, that's why that's the second South Park reference we just had. There's another South Park reference. Um, that's why South Park's the best. Yeah. Um, number three, Creed. I mean, was Creed relevant enough to be that much, that hated? Like, I guess Fish kind of goes, like, was Fish really that? Dave Peterson. Science. No, the only two, (laughs) the only two part, the only two artists to wear shades to be cool is Wonder and Ray Charles. Yep. 100%. 100%. Good with that. Um, maybe, um, maybe you can go ZZ Top. You know what? Yeah. I'll go ZZ Top, too. Yeah, because that was the whole Texas cool thing. Yeah, I'll 100%, 100% I will not disagree with that. If ZZ Top came out wearing shades, I, that's but cool. It's more of an image. It's not – Yeah. They, I, I got all of its image, but this is more of like them kind of doing a cool image, not a pretentious image. Yeah, they weren't blind trying to start a Twitter page like Stevie Wonder, but like they <laughs> – they were cool, like coming out, like with the whole image, like with the shades <laughs> on and doing that. Yeah, no, hundred percent. ZZ Top, one hundred percent. I agree with that, Mike. Yeah. All right. So yeah, again, Creed. I, the the band itself was obviously pretty good. They went on to to do a lot of with like what is Alter Bridge and stuff. But the singer was a douche. Scott yeah. Stab was a douche. Yeah, Scott Stab was. A, they were the, the Christian. Uh, 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 but it was a fake Christian. It was like a whole fake persona about yeah. Christian. He was, you know, 
Yeah, so I, I, I kind of get that. Well, um, all right, hold so on. So number two. Number two, hold on. Man, U2 is already done. Kiss is already done. Fuck. All right. I got to try to guess here. Um, can you tell me an error? Yeah, it's it's this is one of the earlier ones. <sighs> Zeppelin. Guess who? Sabbath. Oh, shit. Sabbath. I'm out. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? I kind of get it. I mean, the Ozzy's voice a little bit. Yeah, it, shrieks. Fucking Tony ty- ty- Iommi's fucking one trick pony. I kind of get it. I don't know, like the the whole show that they had on with Sharon and this yeah, and that, yeah, like yeah, the yeah, odd yeah. points. I could yeah, totally yeah. see that. I I one hundred percent get it. Gary, what do you think? I can't get behind it. Why? I got behind the Metallica disc. Why can't you get behind the fucking Sabbath disc? You can't understand it at all? I can't get behind it. Why? You got nothing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't get, what do you mean you can't get the behind that? voice? Nothing? Like, yeah, you really? Got, you can't, you can't get behind that? You can't that? understand how anybody would, like... It, you don't think that there was any jealousy? Completely, or completely like, overrated. Sabbath, completely overrated. Overrated? What the fuck you mean overrated? <laughs> All right, let's let him in on the joke. Mike, Mike. All right, yeah, so Sabbath didn't make the list. We're only kidding. We're only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you see Peterson? Fucking Fargo. Sabbath's good. Peterson, get the fuck out of here. Peter, I was all pissed off. Nah, Sabbath, Sabbath's not on the list. We're only kidding. Nah, no, dude, list. Sabbath, Ozzy, and Randy. Well, yeah, I mean, so- Ozzy, Randy Rhodes is gold. Yeah, absolutely, but that, that's not Sabbath. But we're not talking about Sabbath. We're only kidding. So, number two. <laughs> number two, really. Um, I, I didn't want to make it number one because I thought it would have been too obvious. <laughs> so, I, I made it two instead. Yeah. So, who's two? So, two was the other rap rock band that you mentioned. Oh, Lip Biscuit. Lip Biscuit's two. All right, hold on. I'm going to guess who's number one. The number one most hate. See, Dan just said the Beatles, and I I thought it would have been the Beatles. It's not. Um, Stones, Rolling Stones. No. Is it Zeppelin? It's it's a band. It's a band that when you you're probably not thinking them. You you they're probably not in in your head. But when you when I say who it is, you're gonna be like, all right, yeah, I, that makes sense. Give me an error. Um, probably like late nineties ish. Poison. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I that's I went too early. Probably. Well, late nineties, Poison would have been like late eighties, early nineties. I'm thinking late nineties, yeah. early two thousands. Late nineties, early two thousands. Hmm. Carried into the. Middle, I guess, the two thousands, and it's a band, rock band, rock nah, band. It's not ACDC. Someone said he's no, absolutely not. eighties. Late nineties, early two thousands, hmm. and it, uh, don't tell me it's stained. No. Okay, but I'm not far off. 
I mean, no. I mean, it's. I know who it is. I know who it is. I 100% know who it is. Go on. If I'm Donovan McNabb, I'm a quarterback, not a nickelback. <laughs> Am I right? Nickelback, nickelback. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, dude, I, th- I got to be honest. The whole algorithm thing, 100%. Every fucking page that posts a story and is like, oh, Lisa's not Nickelback. Lisa's not Nickelback. Lisa's not Nickelback. 100%. Like, and it's crazy. And it goes with the whole formula of this. Every band we just named, like, every band you just named, except for, like, two, are very, very, very popular bands who sell out every fucking show. And Nickelback has a number one hit every fucking time, and no one knows how. Yep. This is my yeah. photograph. So okay, so here's here's a name I'm surprised is not on this list. Ah, oh, Dan said he likes Nickelback. Um, here's uh, here's who? a name I'm not, I'm surprised is not on this list. Um, Bruce Springsteen. I have Bruce Springsteen. I was surprised about Jovi. I was surprised about Bruce Springsteen. Not you know who else I'm surprised about? I'm surprised about one other band. Grateful Dead. Well, yeah, them, but Kid Rock. Oh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's that's just, that's a little shocking. Dirty I would, white trash. I would surprise. I would I would uh, replace Kid Rock with Fish because no one gives a fuck about Fish, and I'll put Kid Rock in that spot. That's what I would mm-hmm. do. Um, wow. Maybe about, Sting, the Police. Nah, 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 nah. You don't think that? I thought that. Well, there are a lot of people you know that what? Don't like, if Rush is on that list, I, I know a lot of people didn't like Sting. See, right? you know what it is? It's it's the um it's the over. It's the overcompensation for Rush. That's what it is. Because when people think of prog rock, they put Rush in that category. And there's a lot of people who don't like Rush just because, you know, they're not heavy or they're too they're too progressive. And and, and it was yeah. and actually, I'm actually surprised that Tool's on the list. You know what? I thought Tool too because Maynard's an asshole. Right, and and it kind of turned <laughs> off a lot of people. And a lot of people yeah. think that they're too boring, they're too long, they're too boring. A lot of people don't like progressive rock. A lot of it's not a mainstream thing. Yeah, it's unfortunate because um, I found myself kind of really siding more towards prog rock lately with new bands, new bands that are out. I don't like like you know Ryan who's not on the show tonight, but Ryan was trying to turn me on to some band, and I'm like nah. Oh, you know, what the fuck? I'm like, because it's not different. And prog rock, a lot of prog rock to me is different. I don't know if it sounds snooty, but like, there's a lot of prog rock bands that are out there that don't get the credibility. I'm not care. I don't care about fucking if they get popular or shit. I don't give a fuck about that. But I want something different. Prog yeah. rock bands are trying things different. They're trying different sounds. They're trying different things. They the breakdown. So I want to be thrown for a loop when I'm listening to a song. I don't want to be thrown through the same cookie cutter fucking. Here comes the chorus, verse, chorus, interlude, verse, chorus, end of the song. I'm yeah. tired of that. And, and yeah, I, mean, I like I like the songs that kind of have a build up. Mm-hmm. Like that's why like, I think like, Foo and Fighters. Then like, and then they like you know, yeah. That's why I think Foo Fighters are. Um, like Let It Die is a perfect example of a perfect song, song that builds up and then all of a sudden, like you know, you hit. The- it's true. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh yeah, yeah, that was cool. That was no, cool. I thought it was really cool, and I thought that you know, as much as you could say like, oh, you know, screw this list, whoever created the the thing that's cool about this list is it's not a person. This isn't a person's opinion. This is like basically algorithms. It's based on science. 
Yeah. So science. Nickelback fucking blows. <laughs> now it's now it's scientifically proven that Nickelback sucks. <laughs> Nickelback is the most hated band of all time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, we had a we had a, a much longer show than I thought we were going to have tonight. We want to thank Mr. Wes Chamberlain for joining us tonight. Former Philadelphia Philly, 1993 National League champion. Wes Chamberlain. We're going to have him on again soon. He's not to be mistaken with uh, Louis Meadows, by the way. No, 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 absolutely not. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we'll, we'll get him on sometime during the summer or something. I, shit, I want to talk about fuck. The reason, the main reason why I reached out to him is because I want to talk about spring training with him and what it was like with him, what was spring training and how he felt. Ah, uh, shit. Yeah, so we, we got we got some cool uh, cool feedback about that awesome show. Great guest. Thank you guys. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dave. Mark. Everyone else that chimed in tonight on the uh, on the uh, live feed, we thank you guys. And everyone that downloaded it tonight, thank you so much. Um, but, yeah, Wes Chamberlain, great guy, really nice guy, down-to-earth dude, um, and didn't want to spill any beans. Didn't want to spill yes. any beans. Unlike Lenny, who will fucking tell us anyone's sex life and how big their cop is. <laughs> Jesus, Lenny had uh, – we're going to get Lenny back on sometime soon too. We do. Yeah, this, was, this was a great show. I, mean, it was, I had a good time tonight. Um, we had a lot of lists. We didn't have a lot of sports topics, but we feel we, we had a lot to talk about somehow. Yeah, as so, always. Yeah. You got me on my knees. He'll be good company. All right, we wrapping this up. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we All good. Right. We good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this motherfucker with a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. Uh, we had a good time tonight, Gary. Thanks for staying awake. You made it. Yeah, you made it. I'm surprised. I'm impressed. Well, I'm impressed by you. We found out that Wes Chamberlain likes a doobie, by the way. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, he likes the weed and a, and Hennessy. I used to. Yeah, you still do. Don't fucking lie. <laughs> now nah, we'll get him on again sometime, man. That was fun. Yep. All right, we will see you guys next week. I'll work on it. I'm going to try to get Jason on. We'll see what happens. Yeah, that was good. Yep. We'll see you. See you guys next week.